forever. Dog. Eighties weren't perfect, but I'll tell you what they didn't have. There were no uh, safe spaces. It has to start somewhere. It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Yes! Yes, it's the best show. How are we all doing tonight? Having a good time here in February of 2024? What? It's February of 2024 already? How are we doing tonight? We got a good one for you on the best show. We've got live in studio coming in in a little bit. MGMT are going to come by. Andrew and Ben. Ben and Andrew, they're going to say hi. Tell us about their new album, Loss of Life. Very exciting to have them in the building. Then we're going to have our own friend, our own friend, your friend and my friend, Tally Medell is going to come by and she's the best. They're amazing. Can't wait to see my friend Tally in studio. The phone number 201. Nah, what? 0012-201-99-0012. That's the number to call if you want to be a part of the best show. We got a great one for you. Let's get it started. There's so much to do. Play the theme, please. It's the best show. Hey, everybody. How's it going tonight? You having a good time here? Are you having a good time on a Tuesday night? Boy, uh, Los Angeles, a little rainy out there, huh? Rainy. Enough with this bleeping rain, huh? It's enough. We get it. It's not supposed to rain here, but it is. You'd almost think the environment was dying. How's everybody doing on that note? Let's have fun tonight. Let's have fun. If we're going to go out, let's go out larfing and singing songs and having a grand old time. 
Who did we just hear? We heard <gasps> Spiral Heads. Now, I'm going to tell you about this band. Spiral Heads. It's our friend Simon O'Connor. It's his great band. That song is called One of My Dreams. And there's an album coming out. I believe it's coming out this Friday. And the album's called Till I'm Dead. Simon's one of the best. They're a killer band. Simon is uh, a mega talent. I love him to death. And I'm excited to hear the whole album. And we will all hear it on February 23rd. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to get my sports beans. Sports beans. This is the new thing I'm enjoying. They're fun. They they just give me a little pep. And then I find myself at 5 in the morning staring at the ceiling, praying for death. Yum, yum, yum. Um, no, we got a good show for you tonight. A little bit. We got uh, MGMT coming by, Ben and Andrew. Tell us all about their new album, Loss of Life. Comes out this Friday also. So, I want to tell y'all about an incident I had driving around the other day. I'm driving around and we got the horseman here for this one. I want the horseman for this one. Mike, Pat, Jason. Yes. Hello, hello. There we go, all three. But two of the three. We got Mike. I'm here. Mike's there. Mike, for the love of Christ, Mike is here. Thank God. <laughs> I was worried for a second. I was worried we only uh, we'd be without Mike. And since Mike's here, you know what that means? Well, when the good Lord made His mind up, He said, "This Mike needs more men, four men, horsemen." That was it. Here come the horsemen. Four horsemen. Yeah. Yeah, it's four horsemen. How about that? Who doesn't love that theme? Wow, it's really going. You're going for the whole full full theme. Who doesn't love that theme? That's the I love it. There you go. Pat loves it. It's growing on me. It's growing on me. What's that? What'd you discover, Pat? So at the beginning, it's a crack of, of thunder, lightning, and is there a whip in there, too? There's a whip in there, too. It's layered in, right? Yeah. Yeah, wow. it's, it's like listening to Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, That's what I thought when I was, uh, you know, I had Alan Parsons over. Yeah. When we were uh, that recording go. that. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Ours syncs up perfectly with Return to Oz. Yes. Or, the 80s or Drowning vehicle. Mona. If you listen to the Four Horsemen theme... <laughs> 90 times it syncs up perfectly with Drowning Mona. <laughs> um, so, and Mike's just warming up to it now. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. So the other day, Horseman, Pat, Burn, Mike Lisk, Jason Gore, I'm driving around. I pull up to a traffic light. I pull up to a traffic light. It's red. So I'm going slow. I'm rolling up slow. 
the person coming from the perpendicular side making a from my right making a left does one of those moves the worst driving cuts right across like where i'm like right across my lane yeah doesn't go out far enough and then make the turn just makes like a like a what almost cuts you off almost yeah mike he literally cuts me off i've been there i've been there yeah so this guy does that and i go this is what I do, literally. I make, I smirk. I don't flip them off. Wow. I just make a smirk on my face. Like, hmm. Like the a gymnast. Remember that gymnast who made the smirk? Yes. Like that. Yes. But then he sees the smirk and he flips me off. <laughs> he doesn't like the smirk. So then. Wow. Then I flip him off as he's okay, just yeah. passing by my yeah. window. Then I drive away. Three minutes later, I reach another traffic light. Three minutes away. He pulls alongside. He turned around oh my God. to catch up to me. Uh-huh. He pulls alongside me at the red light. He rolls his window down. I roll my window down. I don't care. This is how I approach life. If it's time, it's time. If I got to go out the way Dante went in the original cut of Clerks, then so be it. They don't know how to handle the Jersey hello out there, Mike, is what you're describing. He started, Mike, all I did was smirk. That's a Are Jersey there, hello. Mike, they're, they're, I, they're animals finger. out here, Mike. They're I animals. underplayed this one. I underplayed this one. I smirked. He right. flipped me off. He rolls his window down. Now, this guy rolls it down. Who? What's he look like? He looks like there's this NBA player, Pods, who's on the... Warriors Pods, Brandon Podzemski or whatever his name is. He looks like Pods. I hate this guy Pods. Pod, you know Pods. His name should be Pads because that's what he does with his stats. When you grab rebounds from your teammates, your nickname should be Pads, not Pods. Um, that's neither here nor there. He rolls his window down. He goes to me. I'll haul you. And he's driving a BMW, by the way. Just get. I'll haul you. I'll Mike, haul Mike, you. He goes. I'll haul you. Was for, he in a truck? Mike. He was. No, he was in a BMW. Okay. Haul, haul, or hole. Haul. H a u l. As best okay. I could tell. They're both bad. He goes. I'll haul you. And like smoke came out as if he's high. Whatever. He goes. I'll haul you for real. <laughs> what I'll does haul that mean? you. And as, I went, as if he's high. I went. What? <laughs> I went. What? I'll haul you. Yeah. So then I said to him, I've never heard of that. He said, you flipped me off. I said, you flipped me off after you cut that turn so bad, then you flipped me off. And then he says to me, I'm a gang member, no, he oh, isn't. which you know how that goes. <laughs> gang member. When you're a gang member, you always go around yeah. telling people you're a gang yeah, member. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and first of all, nice. What gang are you in? The Beamer Club with your BMW? <laughs> Well, I do like fancy cars. I mean, well, Mike, this... but I mean, he cuts you off. I, I mean, am a uh, gang member. Uh, gang members uh, get a free cutoff. Is, is that how it works? He said to me, I'm a gang member. So then I said, I, I, was, I, I truly could care less. Mow me down. What do I care at this point? Right. I've seen enough. You should have told him you were in a union. I should have told him I was a cop. <laughs> we're both making up stories. <laughs> yeah. 
You should have um, said um, say say hi to Alpha Alpha and um, Spanky yeah, and the, yeah, the whole the gang. little rascals gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So I said to him, I said, "You got to learn to make the that turn better, buddy." Like <laughs> I, I said, and you, you, get, you gave him a buddy. You hit yeah. him with a buddy. I hit him with a buddy. That's a slap. I went right with the chief myself. I went with buddy. Buddy's good. You you got to learn to make that turn better, buddy. You cut right across my lane, and then you flip me off. And he goes like, "You better like." He just is like, oh, yeah, yeah. and then the light turned green. I just went, "Okay," and drove away. <laughs> and All that right. was it. He didn't catch up and say like the transaction yeah. ended there. It ended with there with me just. Oh God! I didn't elev- I didn't. I didn't escalate it. Uh huh. It was a learning moment. I think. I think he learned something, maybe. Mm-hmm. Can can I maybe. ask? Can I ask you a question, Tom? What's that? How do you think he is telling this story right now on his podcast, The Great Show? He's probably actually... telling people that some dork yeah. <laughs> made a he face the at shit him, out of him, and yeah. then he put him in his place. Yeah, you were I trembling. Think... And he's maybe he was on his way to the writer's room of uh, the second season of Beef for Netflix, and he was like, "Guys, just in character, I've been doing some research, yeah. and I got it. Yeah. He's all I hopped up the, on sports beans. Yeah, I got the opener. When you're trying to figure out, uh, like, where do you say, like, where's the beef? And it's like Netflix. <laughs> when you're trying to figure out where something's streaming, where's the beef? Netflix. Netflix. Where's the Love Siri. Island? Peacock. Siri, now. where's the beef? It's freaking Peacock now for Love Island. Callum. Callum for life. Hur, hur. I'll haul you. He said, I'll haul you. <laughs> for real, I'll oh haul you. Uh-huh. Could have said, I'll oat you. How old was this person? <laughs> what? Mike, 24. Uh, okay. What are the other? Uh, like Young and dumb, as they say. Yeah. Wow. I've never heard that. I'll haul you for I'll real. I'll haul you. Does that yeah. mean like haul your body to like Jason the water? Jason. Like Marina Del Rey? Jason. I don't know. You know what I do wow. now? I do know this. Tonight on the best show we got MGMT. It's going to be fun. And we got... Um, They're going to haul us. Tally's coming by. Tally Medell, our, my favorite. And we got a lot of fun. I'm going to say this. Horseman, I want to cover a little bit of ground before MGMT show up. Get some stuff off the books. But I need I need the Horseman to stand down and stand by. And now, wait, Jason, did you have something you wanted to talk about? Well, you already knew about it, but oh, I just wanted right. to I just wanted to bring up uh There's a Beatles, sorry, four Beatles. Four Beatles movies coming. They announced four Beatles movies, one from each point of view. They mm-hmm. should re- directed by Sam Mendes who brought us American Beauty and other movies and your favorite film 1917 1917 that movie i walked out of i think i did walk out of it literally at the 1917 mark it was 19 minutes (laughs) and 17 seconds in i was just like yeah i'm uh, i'm declaring this war over and i lost 12 dollars 
that film never leaves one person. It just keeps playing. <laughs> as so, long as you've seen a few frames of it. So they announced these four Beatles movies that are going to be a movie from each point of view. The only way they should go forward with this is if they release all four of them on the same day, like the Kiss solo albums. Just picture how empty that Ringo theater is going to be. Is it like Zarika? If you put them all on four different uh, play them screens? like the Flaming Lips box Zarika, where and I could never find anybody to Zarika with me. I had the the CDs, could never find anybody to Zarika with oh, me. Oh, I Zarika all the time. I'm sure you constantly. I'm sure you, you're a popular guy. Yeah. You're a popular. Oh guy. no, it was all by myself, Tom. Wait, so you get four boom boxes going at the same time? Yeah. That's the saddest thing I ever heard. Yeah, it probably is an <laughs> accurate a, picture. It was though. a thing where you took CDs, they had four CDs, you play them at the same time, and then the music is in like quadraphonic, and this one's doing this, and that one's doing that. I wanted to Zyreka. Never got to do it. I ain't got no friends that have boom boxes, apparently. We should release a best show episode that is a Zyreka. Best show Rika. Yeah. Right? You have to play all four of them at once. Yeah. I think they put all four of these Beatles movies out on the same day. The Ringo movie. Imagine how empty the theater's going to be on that one. Right? <laughs> Just Are they a documentaries? Ma- no, no. They're going to be, they're going to be acted, scripted, live action movies. Oh, I see. Like biopics. Biopics. And look, if it if it went all the way through the Beatles, past the Beatles, to present day, the Ringo one's the first one I'd see. I'd see the Ringo one first. Think of the things you get to see. Buku of Blues. Sentimental Journey. Oh, yeah. Good Night Vienna. Ringo's Rotogravure. The recording of <laughs> Ringo the Fourth. The filming of Caveman. Right? His art career. The moment in the movie when he does the peace and love, I'll no longer sign things. That's all in the movie. I'd see that movie first. You see the John Lennon movie first? Which one do you think would make it two double features? Lennon and McCartney and... Mm -hmm. Harrison well, Star, just, yeah, if that's right. what they're going to do, Mike, just to say Ringo, you know, Mike, the embarrassment. They better do Lennon and Star and McCartney <laughs> and Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Keep it fair. Uh-huh. Keep it fair. Don't stack it all on one side. I say no, 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 no. I don't drink it no more. I'm tired <laughs> of waking up on the floor. That movie. That's that's the movie I would watch. But the Harrison one's going to give us a small traveling Wilburys film, which will be fun. And they should have a movie go off of that that's just the traveling Wilburys. Yeah. Four new movies break off of that one movie. <laughs> a Jeff Lynn movie. A Roy Orbiton movie. Tom right? Petty. Tom Petty. And all and the rest. Horsemen, stand down and stand by. Everybody, I want to tell you about the best show, Patreon. Patreon.com slash the 
best show. That's how you support the best show. That's how we keep the lights on for the best show. We've got bonus content up there all the time. There's ad-free episodes. There is the, uh, we got bonus content. The John Gentle Show, the breakout show. Everybody can't get enough of is the John Gentle Show. I love it so much. We got, uh, so far, Rubenesque. So many shows uh, going up there. And then we've got uh, the Best Show T-Shirt Club. Everybody who is at the $25 a month level can get in on the Best Show T-Shirt Club. You need to be subscribed by the end of February, so get signed up, and it's going to be a shirt. You do it for three months at 25 bucks. There's already people at that level. We want to take care of them. We'll take care of the new people. An amazing shirt being designed by Perry Shell as we speak. He's literally sitting with a pad right now, drawing it out. Stay signed up through April. You get that shirt. So cool. Best Show T-Shirt Club. Patreon.com slash The Best Show. Oh, all you. And John Gentle shows is uh, is uh, just a masterpiece. It's just a masterpiece. John Gentle show. Ooh, let's go to the phones. We got hot phones tonight, everybody. 201. 989-0012. Hot phones tonight. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. It's Graham Reaper calling from Lower Mount Newbridge. How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good. What was your name? Graham? Graham Reaper, yeah. Graham Reaper. Graham Reaper, okay. And you're calling from Lower? It's a weird... <laughs> yeah. Lower Mountain Newbridge. It's okay. a weird name, right? Um, Graham Reaper, is in, it's an interesting name, yeah. Yeah. You know, you'd think I, I, I could parlay that into some sort of, I don't know, monetize it some way, you know, where I could be like a, I don't know, like a Count Floyd guy or something, like a scary... You know what I mean? Oh, I get it. So you'd be like a like a horror host potentially. Yeah, because it sounds like Grim Reaper, right? It does sound like Grim Reaper, yes. But your name is Graham. Yeah, I, I just Reaper. don't like it's yes, yeah, and, and it's R E E P E R. Okay, it's close. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't like horror stuff, though. The, I mean, the, you know, the only horror I like is. The Exorcist 3, and I even have to watch that with the picture off. <laughs> so you just listen? You just listen to it? Yeah. Yeah, and then if I, if I know it's getting to a scary part, I just turn it all the way down. So you just, you're just basically shutting it off then? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So. so you'd be interested in getting into horror stuff even though it's not your favorite genre? Well, I, I think with my name, I, I'm a shoe in. I just wish I could stomach it, you mm-hmm. know. I get, I get that. It's gross, gross stuff. You don't like the gross stuff. No, no. Oh, hey, hey, real quick, what um, the quality of this connection? How how is it? It's excellent. Oh, oh my God, good. I, I'm so relieved because there there was this weird thing happening in parts of the Quint cities for many months where the the quality of the phone connection it was very muddy for for everybody mm-hmm. really weird everybody yeah, was... nobody could um 
everybody, yeah. Nobody could figure out what was happening, but then Newbridge Bell sprang to have the lines bored out, and it turns out the lines did have mud in them. So, oh, wow. So when you say the lines were muddy, it was literal mud. Yeah, yeah. No one knows how it got there. And also, there was whale blubber in there, too. And they they do know how that got in there, but the city's being very tight-lipped about it. Yeah, that whale blubber, man, I tell you. When it gets in there, it's hard to get out. It really muffles. Yeah. Yeah, really muffles. That's why... That's why they say uh, darkness on the edge of town sounds like it does. Wait, I, I don't follow. Why, did, why does darkness on the edge of town sound the way it does? The, uh, my understanding is, you know, it was back in the 70s when the sound was very dead and it was a carpeted studio. But they also, to make it even deader, they coated the walls with um, with whale blubber. To really give the room a, an like a like a vibe. Yeah. Yeah, like a, a totally dead. Also, I guess like a. It would also sound like the inside of like a a fishing vessel or something. I I don't know. <laughs> Weird. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't picture Bruce to be particularly nautical, but. No, no. Um, hey, um, I'm a little embarrassed. I I, I misread tonight's topic. Uh huh. What 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 did you think it was, Graham? I thought it was. What would you do if you met the person of your dreams and everything was just great and then you realized they have a fully functional tiny head popping out of their lower back? Okay. Yeah, that's not the topic. What 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 okay. um well what would you do in that circumstance? Well, you know, I I'd find it unusual, and I'm sure it'll be something something I'd have to get used to and work around. But there might also be a way to monetize it, you know, like kind of like a, a sideshow thing. I could be the manager. Oh, so you would take the person who is ostensibly what the love of your life, mm-hmm. and, and turn them into an attraction. Well, I mean, it's 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 tw- it's 2024. There's got to be something that's kind of like a a new, you know, more PC Jim Rose sideshow happening, right? I mean, mm-hmm. perhaps we could find a spot there, maybe. So like a woke Jim Rose. I love this. Would you mind if I secured this domain right now? Woke Jim Rose? Dot com, yeah, or net. You, you, you Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, this is, this is, this is already a great call. Um, Hey, um, I know you are a fan of the fantastical, you know, the what ifs of the world. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, right? I love them so much when you just when you get to speculate on on a, a circumstance. Yes. yes, I love it. I think I have a good one. OK. All right. What if it's not 1983 and somehow this fully made tough mafia guy in new york city hears rem's debut album murmur and he flips for it he's obsessed with it can't stop talking about it to other mob guys mm-hmm. he's like um hey hey tony you gotta hear this record there's this one song called talk about the passion 
it's so moving. I, I start crying in my red sauce every time I hear it. Uh, uh, what uh. if that was real? What so if that was a thing? You're talking about a mob guy getting obsessed with a band that would probably never cross his radar, never get on his radar. I, I agree with everything you said except probably. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So that he, what would that do? What, what do you mean? What would that do to the mafia then? Or just, I mean, I, I just want to picture it. Like, you know, him mm-hmm. going to, uh, to like uh, John Gotti or whoever. Uh, mm-hmm. They got this, they got this song, Pilgrimage. Yeah. Oh man, them, them <laughs> chiming guitars is like being at the Vatican during mass. He'd be just like, right? So I'm listening to this record, and then suddenly it goes, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. it's chances are these other guys wouldn't be into it, right? They're into like, uh, they'd be Bobby into Darren or you know, exactly. They'd be just like yeah. wanting to listen to like Sinatra. Exactly. Yeah, and. And this guy wants to put on West of the Fields. <laughs> right? This, crazy. Yeah. I wonder how it would impact mob stuff. Like he'd be suddenly like, uh, like, uh, like it's a, you know, these guys are playing the beacon. We, uh, you know, lay off them. Hey. Like he let, he wants them to just have a, <laughs> yeah. like, he goes in and tells the guys usually to give any kind of like shakedown to the venue. It's just like, not tonight, boys. Yeah. Not yeah. tonight, boys. Buck, <laughs> Barry, Mills, and Stiper in the house. Exactly. Yeah, and, and he respects them so much. He 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 buys tickets for mm. for like eight couple eight couples, and he's the only one that loves it. <laughs> Everyone else is just they can't. And the wives are all dressed to the nine. Like if he, yeah, that? like if he, like it was like the scene in Goodfellas, cutting through the kitchen mm-hmm. and stuff, and then you go in and it's REM on stage, playing, uh, playing We Walk. I love it. And they set it's like so that weird. table. They set like that table right up front, and then yeah. Michael Stipe gives like the nod, like the, like he salutes. Yeah. yeah. And then some kid in front of the mob guy wearing a three o'clock shirt turns around and goes, what do you do for a living? And and the mob guy just clocks him in the face. Yeah. Just beats the tar out of him. Oh, my God. It's writing itself. It really is. This is uh, this would be an amazing story. What would what would we call it? Uh, Rem fellas. Let's put a pin in that. I like it, okay. but I think we can do better. Oh, thank, okay. thank, thank, oh. thank you, Graham. No, I like it. No, no you're pushing I like me. It I appreciate. It. I appreciate it. It's like, it, yeah, it, it's like um, uh, the Zucker brothers. Yeah, it kind of is. Except I don't know you. Right? you. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Know. I don't um, know you at all, and I, you're calling my show, telling me uh, that something wasn't funny enough for you. I liked it. Look, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's I'll fine. Graham, Graham, the... Graham, it's fine. Okay. Okay. Speaking of REM. Yeah. My, um, my cousin lived in Athens, Georgia back in the, gosh, it was probably like 80, 
85 to 88, I think. So, you know, it's like the height of REM mania, right? Hometown mm-hmm. heroes. Okay. So w- one weekend in, in 86, Metallica comes to Athens to play at the, the school's like um, small arena. Okay. And, um, you know, so there's this influx of metal dirt bags into this, this like new wave college town, right? Mm-hmm. So what nobody anticipated was what would happen when these metal dirt bags meet up with the JDS. Wait, the metal dirt bags meet up with, with who? The JDS? The JDS. Oh, you haven't heard of this? Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Now, what is that? The Jangle Death Squad. Why? What is the what? Please tell me more about the Jangle Death Squad. Well, the Jangle Death Squad was a tightly run, highly organized, often violent, two hundred member street gang of jangle rock fanatics who all lived in a commune in Commerce, Georgia, which is kind of nearby Athens. Okay. Crazy, right? I didn't know anything about this. This is a mystery. No. Yeah. So. So the JDS was run by this total monster named Rick Rickenbacker. I swear it's his real name, right? His real name is Rick Rickenbacker. Yes. It was like he was born to lead a violent folk rock army. <laughs> okay. No, it's crazy. He, he, he was like if Power Pop 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 was even more like the Reverend Jim Jones. Even more. Well, that's horrifying. Mm-hmm. That's horrifying. He would, it's cr- awful. He would do these midnight record inspections at members' apartments. Mm-hmm. And if, if, you didn't ha- if you didn't have two Windbreakers albums, Rick would make you strip down to your Y fronts and recite the entire DB Records catalog backwards. <laughs> I mean, you're guaranteed to get the first one, Zeitgeist, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. But from there, it's tough. It's tough from there. Sound of music, right? Uh, no, the B B, B Records. Oh, the, the, the oh record I would be label. dead. Oh my God, they would have gotten me then. Right? Yeah, I'm dead already. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Boy, that was oh, a cool man. album See, cover. Hard. Right? Wasn't it great? Yes. You know who the old man is? <laughs> Who's that? Zach Albertson. And I don't know who Zach Albertson is. Jack Albertson. Jack, oh, wait, from, from Chico, Chico and the Man? Man. Chico and the Man is on the cover yeah. of a DB's album? The, fa- the father is. You know, the guy that, that slept with three other adults for his entire life in that movie? In the Willy Wonka movie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick, right? That's a little weird. And then suddenly... He gets an opportunity. Suddenly he's bouncing all over the room. Yeah. What can I get out of this? Yeah. Suddenly, suddenly, suddenly those legs are a little more spry than we thought. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I didn't like it the first time I saw it. Me neither, Graham. Me neither. Right. So, so what my cousin told me was that when the dirt bags and the, the Jangle guys met up. It was like the Brighton Beach scenario in Quadrophenia with the mods and rockers mm-hmm. where they beat the S out of each other. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. 
Oh my God, Tom, it was so bad. Someone's head even popped off. Jeez, that is bad. Yeah. That's um, violent. But Rick Rickenbacker, he got arrested that night and, um, he was in big trouble, but he had a medical expert testify that he suffered from jangle pox. I didn't know jangle pox. What is, what is, is that an illness, a disease? Yeah. Yeah. A disease which makes the afflicted very opinionated about certain kind of music and very violent. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I always thought of like jangle rock as not particularly violent. You would think, right? But they they say the same thing of, uh, uh, about um, about the band. Yes, that they seem really peaceful. But I know that those guys were kicking ass every night after shows. The the band, yes, yes, yeah, especially John Anderson. Well, that's surprising. He's he doesn't seem like a particularly uh, aggressive guy. I think he goes off if you if you you take a bite of his vegan food or whatever yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's unhinged and so he's yeah. just like oh, a, he's like an unhinged. animal waiting to erupt yes he wants to he wants to he wants to prowl the night mm-hmm. mm. Mm. yeah so then um <laughs> pa- pa- so then um rick he he disappeared no one knew what happened to him and some people say he was barged by his sycophants, just like Power Pop 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 was. That happens, you know. You you it does. You live by the barge. You you die by the barge. Right. Hey, um, you brought him up earlier. Um, I know you're tight with Springsteen, right? I mean, he's called in a bunch. Springsteen has called the show before. Yeah, a few times. Not in a while, but yes. Have you heard these stories about him being obsessed with where his wallet is during his concerts? I don't think so. Oh, my God. If you go on YouTube, you you can find it. It, it. It's hard to find, but there's audio of him over the years stopping concerts and asking various band members if they've seen his wallet. You mean like he miss, he's, he's feeling his pockets for it on stage? Yeah, yeah, he he can't find it. He doesn't know where he put it. Couple songs go by, he brings it up again you know, in in, a, in an arena. Yeah, tens of thousands of people so weird. being entertained, yeah. and he's yeah. he's wondering then, where his wallet went. Wow, that's weird. Exactly, so bizarre. And then he tells Clarence and Roy to keep soloing, and he runs backstage and he's digging through cushions and stuff. It's so bizarre, right? That's very strange. Yeah, I don't know. So bizarre, so weird, so dumb, right? You'd think at this point he'd have somebody he could just trust to hold his wallet until after the show. I know. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, Gene, keep an eye on my wallet. Hey, just checking in. Yeah. <laughs> like he, just, he pops his head back. Backstage. Yeah. Checking in. Yeah, during like Rosalita. He just like, yeah. and then like he's gone, and suddenly he's like, hey, Gene, just making sure my wallet's, uh, in, my wallet's all right. He runs out and catches up. That's why if you. 
Yeah. If you if you see photos of him on stage and he's super happy, that's because he's he he's just realized his wallet is where he he he, he thinks it is. Very strange. Very strange, Graham. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of strange, I had the strangest thing happen the other day. What what happened? I'm out on a jog in Kernington Park, right? Mm-hmm. And as I'm walking back to my car, I bump into this lady and her dog. And lady and I are totally vibing, chatting for like 10 minutes. Okay. And then she gets a call. So so I'm just kind of standing there, and I start trying to play with her dog. And it's a, it's a um, one of those smart dogs, like a Border Collie, right? Okay. And so I'm trying to get the dog to play, and the dog's not having it, like just not into it. And I'm doing I'm doing snout grabs. I'm doing the thing where you bite the pads of the feet, and you're going like, "What is it?" You know, like that sort of thing. Like it's jerky, and the dog lunges at me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And and I'm like, it's on. And I I even yelled at it, "Get ready to meet my little friend!" As I rolled up the copy of Runner's World I had in my tube sock. Okay. You know, like in the Scarface. Mm-hmm. So we start rolling around on the ground, just going at it. It took five guys to pull us apart, Tom. Why? Why were you so engaged with this dog? I was mad because it it, it wasn't playing, and I just I t- I took it personally. Wouldn't you? I mean, not that personally. Oh. Well, I did, and you know this this lady I thought I was going to have a romantic dinner with ends up calling the cops on me for fighting with her dog. Yeah, well, that's because you because you were. Well, and the cop, I was so embarrassed, and the cop didn't didn't know what to write it up as, and uh-huh. so I had to go in front of a judge. I had to go in front of a judge that night, and the. He had it down as second degree human on canine roughhousing. I didn't even know that was a, a, a charge. I didn't either. And this thing carries a penalty of 16 days living in the canine's doghouse, and the dog gets to live in your house. Doesn't seem fair, does it? <laughs> that's a weird one. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't know that was even. Yeah. I, that's like it's a weird uh, switcheroo. And like, who's thinking of this? Like, who's thinking this is ever going to happen? That that there, that somebody at some point was like, "Well, this will differentiate a first degree human on canine roughhousing charge from a second degree one." Yeah, and and it's not the same as tomfoolery. Tomfoolery is even worse. That's this is this is wild, Graham. I didn't know any of this. It is what? Yeah, I I didn't. You know what else is wild? What's that? I, I found I found some lyrics that I wrote when I was twelve. You did, okay. Oh my god! You so you were you were kind oh of fanc- fancied yourself as a songwriter back then. Not only that, I knew all about life. I knew all about love and heartbreak too. So the songs what you were writing, when that happened? yeah, I gotta hear about yeah. some of oh, these. Yeah. Okay. 
lost the history is the melody, but I do have the lyrics. And this song is called Since You Left. Mm-hmm. Now, how old are you at this All point? Right, I'm a 12-year-old. 12. I'm 12. I've never kissed anybody. I've never slow danced. I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. But, okay, but so. this is the song you wrote. Yeah. Okay. Since you left. I can't eat. I can't sleep. Since you went away. I can't get out of bed. Can't get you out of my head. It's driving me insane. I got fired from my job. I'm living like a dog. Prowling the streets for food. I'm so upset I'm going to shout. And now I have flagrant gout. I, I live in constant fear. I'll be dead this time next year, and 80% of it will be your fault. Terrible rhyming, right? No, those are, those are rough lyrics. Those are rough lyrics. And you did. I'm assuming you had no idea what gout was. No, no. No, I, I thought it was like heart, like a heart murmur or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, yeah. and you were working a job like a you're like a dog. You're like, yeah, but you had no prowling life experience. The prowling the no. streets for yeah. food. For food, yeah, yeah, like a dog. Wow, that is hilarious. Uh, yeah, I. I, I I, I was an interesting kid. I, I used to eat butter by the handful right out of the right out of the tub. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how interesting that uh, is, but. Oh no! What? Oh no! What is it, Graham? Um, it looks like those rumors about Rick Rickenbacker getting barged are flagrantly untrue. Yeah, why is that? Oh my God. I'm I'm peeking out my my curtain. He he's standing in my front yard, and he has a rolled up copy of the thickest issue of Bucket Full of Brains in one hand, and he's he's beating against his open palm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, oh man, it's the thick issue too with the the spinning wig hats flexi disc. Is he bending the flexi? <laughs> yes, it's sick. That's I can't weird. Let him keep no, you can't I bend a flexi it. disc. Oh my god! Oh, I know what I can do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bribe him to make him stop with a sealed copy of "Shake Some Action" on eight track. That'll do. I gotta it. go, Tom. Okay, you have a good night. Graham, you be safe. Okay. You too. Okay. okay. All, right, All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Graham, Graham Reaper, checking in there. Hope he's okay, and don't bend the flexi discs. That's all. You really can't bend the flexi disc. Coming up soon. Our friends in MGMT coming by. Let's take a quick call while we see what's what. Hello, best show. Hello? Penny. Penny. Oh, I know who this is. This is Penny. Penny is a child who frequently calls the show. How are you tonight, Penny? Good, and I would like to celebrate something on the, happening on the 24th. Something that's happening on February 24th. What is that? 
My birthday. I'm turning nine. You're turning nine on. You're turning nine this week. Yes. Well, Penny, happy birthday. <laughs> That's amazing. Happy birthday, Penny. Thank you. What are you gonna? You gonna have a party? You gonna have a big party? Yeah, the day after I'm gonna have a party. Okay. My friends. How many people are gonna come I to really this party? I really wish they could. Some of them could bring Five Nights at Freddy stuff because Dad won't allow me to play the game and get any merch from it. Wait, he, your dad, won't let you play what Five Nights at Freddy's? Yes. Why is that? So I get, I get it on this website called um, Pizza Edition that we like at our school. So I am able to do it at my house. I, I played all of the games. <laughs> So you're te- you're confessing right now on the radio, on this best show show, that you yeah. are actively disobeying your parents yeah. by playing this game, even though they said don't do this. You found a workaround, and you're still doing it. Yes. Yeah. Now, is this a surprise to your? Is your father hearing this for the first time right now? Is he learning no, about this for the first that. time? No. Well, Penny, I got to say this. It sounds like your birthday party's canceled. <laughs> Sorry. Them's the breaks. My friend wants to get me something from that game. Okay. Well, I can throw it on your front lawn because there ain't no party this year. Because you can't follow the rules. Well, my dad was just like, oh, you're not going to get that Five Nights at Freddy's toy from your friend. Yeah, he probably wants it. Right? Yeah, I do. I really do. He probably wants it. you You ever catch your father playing with your toys at night? No. But I have a few hints of what I'm getting for my birthday. Well, let's see. A few hints. Okay, what are, what are the hints? I'm curious about how right you are. Okay. First of all, my parents went to Walmart one day, and they came home with a Sonic the Hedgehog sticker from a clothing piece I really wanted. Okay. Boy, this is this is a real blast, huh? To not just... And my mom was like, and my mom was asking me, like, wait, what was the Tonic the Hedgehog toy you were crying about in Walmart and put your eyes on, get it? And I was like, oh, it's like Sonic and the Contagion that you jump in and when you rescue all the animals and it comes with two animals and it was like an old style. Well, this is not much fun. This is not much fun for you to... Do it that way. You're you're not even you let the things be a surprise. Let the things be a surprise. Why are you looking to spoil your own birthday? Oh, it's because they just happen on coincidences. Penny. You're a little too smart for yes. your own good. You're a little too smart. By the way, I also have some big, another big announcement. So I'm going to have this like talent show and you're never going to guess what I'm going to sing there. 
What song you're going to sing at the talent show? <laughs> this is going to be tough for me to say. I'm really cracking up. Right here. What are you going to sing? The turn the lights back on. You're going to sing which version? My version, the real version, mine, or the fake version that Billy Joel fake did two days Joel. later after hours? I honestly, like you were saying, last um, last time, I think we should get rid of the original one. Yours, yours was out first. It makes sense if, if like, the public Um, look, uh, Penny, I think this is going to be great. I think you're going to have a great birthday party. You're going to sing my version of Turn the Lights Back On at the party. Not at the party. It's going to be a different thing for my show. Okay. My talent show. For your talent show. Any room in that talent show for me? Um, it's in my school, but I, you could come. You fly me out? You wanted. Can you fly me out? Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> now let me put your dad on. Put your dad on for a second. Okay. Hi, Tom. How are you? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not what doing anything. What are you she doing? She <laughs> you can't blame this on your kid. <laughs> what am I blaming? She, you got your first of all. You got your kid. You're not letting her watch Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> why is that? Why Why can't you watch Five Nights at Freddy's? Why can't your kid watch Five Nights at it's Freddy's? About, it's about a Chuck E. Cheese place where the animatronics try to murder you. Yeah. Did she just hear you? Yeah. yeah she, so knows she, the, so she, she knows, knows what why. It's about. She knows what it's about. Yeah, she doesn't need to see it. She doesn't need to see it, but she knows it's all about the the robots killing children. Do they, do they kill people? They, you're like a security guard, and you're like watching it overnight, and like you got to keep checking the cameras, or otherwise they get you. It's just like a jump scare game. Yeah, but in the second game, you wear a Freddy mask, and it prevents some people. Yeah, see, look, the second game, you wear a Freddy mask, it prevents people. <laughs> look, I just want to say... This is the guy. You know what I'm going to say. Uh, there could be many different things at this he, point. <laughs> he showed his daughter. He showed his child the movie The oh, Warriors. Here. He showed his child the movie The Warriors when she was six weeks old. Months. Six months old. And, that, <laughs> and how... Uh, yeah, I just think, I just think this requires a little uh, finessing, there, uh, Dad. Okay. You showed your daughter the Warriors, the violent Walter Hill movie. Your daughter was six months old, and you showed her the movie The Warriors, right? Uh, let's say yes. So you showed your kid the Warriors. 
Do I get a seat? Yeah. Let him sit in the room. Let him sit in the room. He earned it. He earned it. He earned it. So now your kid wants to watch Five Nights at Freddy's. She's nine. Now you're getting all uptight. You don't want her to watch it. Right? Uh, I mean, ideally. But look, it's too late. I, you know, until the Toothpaste is out of the age. tube on this one, Dad. You Toothpaste is out of the tube. Wait, what was that? And she's now saying you still won't let me play Fortnite either, and I should be able to. Let your that. kid play Fortnite. Let your kid play Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, yes, Look, I know a lot of play- Dad, kids play that. Dad, you're the one who showed her the Warriors when she was six months old. <laughs> Fair yeah. point. You taught her the ways of gang violence, and now you expect her to <laughs> deprogram herself? Physician, heal thyself. <laughs> Physician, heal thyself. What else you can do for this birthday for your for your kid, for Penny? Uh, we're keeping we're having a few friends over. You know, pizza, mm-hmm. cake, that whole paintball. You know, paintball. <laughs> Not in the cards right now. Yoil cake. What's he saying? He's saying oil cake. It's oil cake from this. What you want, an oily cake? What is this? Uh, the uh, the Kelly Reichard movie. I'm blanking on the name. Battle for Dream Island show. For this thing she told you about last time, Battle for Dream Island. Yeah, online web series that she's into. Okay. And making scenes. I don't know what any of you are talking about. Look, Penny. Penny. I do want to say this. Yeah. I was just going to say, this whole thing about doing the song, that's all her. I didn't say, hey, you should do this. Yeah. She, on her own, did that. And I told her, well, we might have to change some of the lyrics to be, you know, third grade appropriate. On the spot, she was coming up with replacements. Well, that's great. Very impressive. So your child, in conclusion, is going to sing my fake Billy Joel song at a talent show. That, that's the idea. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, we just found out from an email it's got to be two minutes or less, so we'll you know have to tighten it a little bit. But that's about it. Cut the whole middle section. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Yeah, Dad, happy birthday to your daughter mm-hmm. Penny. Penny, happy birthday! You're gonna have an amazing ninth Daddy. birthday. Okay. An amazing churro tomorrow. You have a churro, okay? Well, it sounds like a real party ahead there. And I look, your kid's watching Five Nights at Freddy's already. It's uh, again, you can't put the toothpaste <laughs> back in the tube, Dad. Yeah, all right, all right. I'll watch it with her, I guess. And we'll- yeah, goodbye. Okay, you hung up on him. Look, I want to just say this to the audience: the best show is everything. We got everything. The only area we come up light on occasionally is the guest thing. It's usually a pageant of losers coming through here stinking up the place and I have to smile through it and pretend that I'm happy they're here the biggest guest we've had in the last three years on this show was a guy who saw the Batman the Batman movie with the the uh, Tim Burton one 38 times in a theater it's the biggest guest we've had three years 
And then I found out it's Jason. He even works on the show. Jason saw the movie 38 times in the theater when he was a kid. But tonight the streak has been broken because we've got Andrew and Ben from MGMT are here. Well, from MGMT. We've got MGMT here. It's not like part of the band showed up. Thank you for coming. How are you? Just fine, thanks. You're fine. This is exciting having you here because this is a big week for for both of you. And look, I will say I had an entire pack of these these Sport sports beans. beans. So I'm a little <clears throat> jacked right now. So you got to excuse me. Yeah. They're made by the Jelly Belly company. Apparently they're in the business of manufacturing speed now. <laughs> the company. They they make jelly beans for adults who can't get Adderall prescriptions. <laughs> so, I'd love, I'd love they look healthy? It. Yeah, it's vitamins. <laughs> vitamins. It's got vitamins in it. So this is an exciting week. We all know MGMT. Four albums. Four albums. Oracular, spectacular. Congratulations. Self-titled. Little Dark Age. Four. Four for four also. Four for four. That gets you in any Hall of Fame. You go four for four. But now, five for five, because the new album comes out this Friday. Can I hold the album up for everybody, please? Sure thing. Look at this. Loss of Life. Ooh. How beautiful it is. Wow, I didn't get to see the gatefold yet. Mm. Ooh. This is very exciting. And this album is outstanding. I've heard it a bunch. It's really great. And congratulations this week on this being the big event. You good? That's Andrew. He's taking it very seriously. Okay, good. Yes. So tell me and the listeners about what's the what's the anatomy of a new album for MGMT? How how long does it gestate? When do you start the process? When do you know what the album is going to be like? It's never the same. Nice jean jacket. That is an outstanding jean jacket. Um, Where'd you get that jean jacket, Ben? I got it in kind of Larchmont Village. Okay. On sale. Mm hmm. Guy knows a bargain. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, this album, let's go, let's, let's focus it. on it. It's different every time. Yeah. When did it, when did the gestation start for Loss of Life? Probably 2021 when we did a couple COVID style um, sessions with Dave Fridman. Mm -hmm. And um, up in New York State, is that yeah, where that is? Up so. near Grand Old Lake Erie. Okay. Um, the, the, what is the belt? Is it a belt? Is that Rust Belt? Not quite. I think Rust Belt is down and to yeah. the left. It seems like some sort of belt. Snow Belt. Is it Snow Belt? Let's just say it's the Snow Belt. Snow Belt. Um, I just like belts. You, you're a huge fan of belts. <laughs> you should go shopping with Ben sometime. Yeah, he finds bargains on jackets. He could probably get you a good deal on a belt. I've seen you wear some good belts. 
Speaking of belts, are you wearing a belt? There's a belt right there. This is Don Rickles' belt. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not joking. This I've... is his stage belt. Yeah, we've heard tell of this. Well, now you're seeing tell of it. Yeah, check the belt. Yeah, it's belt. It's belt. Yeah. Oh no. I'll throw the tie over there. So you're up in the snow hey, belt. So yeah, and it was this. You know, the time where before we could even like we were like looking at the Fridmans through the a glass window while doing COVID tests before we were allowed to go outside. Okay. So if we had tested positive, we would have driven back to Buffalo and flown home. Uh huh. Um, which, but we didn't. Um, but we had sort of like um. I don't know. It wasn't the most productive time. That was when we made our famous TikTok video. That's true. Also, we wouldn't have flown home. We probably would have, we would have quarantined somewhere in Buffalo, probably. At um, the uh, Beef on Weck restaurant. <laughs> they probably would have taken us in. So you went up there to kind of just feel it out? Yeah. See what's what see what the inspiration was? We did a bunch of we did some hikes. Um we did two sessions. The second one we were in we were foraging chanterelle mushrooms and black trumpets. And we um but Ben and I weren't really we weren't like on the same page in terms of what we wanted to do musically. Mm-hmm. Um but oh. we did we did start a couple ideas that became songs on this album. Mm-hmm. Um but most imp- more importantly, we yeah. came up then with the title of the album. Okay. And that's something that, if you're asking about how things come together, usually sure. when we have that, it starts with like an inside jokey kind of thing. And then okay. we're like, oh, what if we called it this? <laughs> so that's like a, that you need something to build around. And yeah. like a title will pop. And then does that feel like you can, you can, you can start to expand off of that? Mm-hmm. And what, like loss of life, because look, it ain't the biggest Spoiler alert that you guys like singing about death. That's true. We've done that a fair bit. Yeah. It's a pretty. And look, it's a big, big subject. You yeah. Can, there's it, a lot to talk about. Happens. Yeah. So loss of life. That was the title. And how to. But the feel of the album is so different. And that look, that's one of the many great things about you your band is that every record is it feels like it's an answer to the previous one in its own way while being its own thing and this record has a very distinctive feel from any of the other ones especially the the preceding one yeah like it's a lot more uh analog i would say it's a lot a lot of acoustic instruments on it comparatively Mm -hmm. It's just it's got a it's got an there's like an an ease to it, naked a naked ease a naked ease feels more naked okay to me sure I think so there's a lot of moments where I'm like we just we left the vocal like that and we wouldn't have done that ten years ago it's like it's also it's it's kind of a happy record sort of sure outside of the yeah we say that loss of life part right (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a real hoot outside of the whole dying aspect of it yeah unless you're not happy then that's not the worst thing in the world right but no no we're happy happy guys i know you're happy. we're not jovial you're (laughs) you're a little jovial 
Yeah. Um. So so how did it feel? Like hey, or hey, we're feeling we're feeling in a different mood. Let's let's maybe play a little like a little cleaner and more like just streamed streamlined. I feel like we kind of worked backwards from like we we did a ton of things and then kind of stripped it back. Okay. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can remember is that we both liked the idea of there being like drum machines with acoustic guitars at some point. Mm-hmm. There, we're early on. There were only a few things that we could agree that we wanted to do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Make songs. Yeah. And does that feel like, are there ever influences where you're like, yeah, that's right. it. <laughs> Do you feel like, oh, I'm listening to a lot of that right now. And that's what's kind of rubbing off on me a little bit. Yeah. Probably more for you, probably. Well, I think we, um, we, I was going to say we rub off on each other. That sounds a little dirty. We can say that. Yeah. Look, sounds like. We've, Sounds like we just got the poll quote the for the, <laughs> the, Beatles for the whole that. thing. The Beatles MGMT. did that, right? We, the Beatles did do that. They did rub off on each other in, in when they were playing in Hamburg. I think they did a fair amount of that. Um, that just, I think that's the poll quote for mm. the interview now. We rub off on each other. Good. Glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, we need to put the that rest, on the table. It's just smooth sailing from now on. Yeah. So... So you're saying, Ben, that it's more of a thing for Andrew, the the initial uh, influences and things like that that might be? I mean, I was just, I was only listening to like 90s, like Warp Records electronic music, basically. Okay, sure. And kind of still am. Okay. So, and I don't, there's like maybe one moment on the record that is influenced by that. Okay. But... Yeah, we were kind of yeah. in different zones. I was kind of... uh like you know more like i was like oh wow the wind by cat stevens sure that's a really good song that is a great song and like i was kind of just like what are really great songs i want to listen to those mm-hmm. for a bit so i was listening to like some 13th floor elevators and velvet underground judy sill and like kind of classic sure stuff. just kind of streamlined like especially the velvets what what would you listen to the third album I, this um, album feels a lot like the third album to me. I which is the third album? Third album's the one so with the self. Yeah, title? so yeah, exactly. It's I love that. Oh, the, like the quiet one with you know with the black and candy white says cover? and yeah. yeah and, I just uh, got a. I just got what a, goes on. I'm gonna. I listened to the kid kid eBay episode today, so I, I uh-huh. was just okay. I was actually gonna <laughs> sound like kid eBay. Uh-huh. I just got a closet mix like original issue of that on vinyl. Wow! See this, Andrew and I do talk about pressings of banana we covers do. We a do. fair amount. Yes, check this one out: West Coast pressing torso cover. <laughs> um, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, to take all the coolness of the Velvet Underground and make it not cool by going like, well, "This is the second stage of." Yes, this, this still says side A instead of side one, so you know that that's actually pre nineteen sixty eight. You check the matrix on this one, and it says it was this pressed in the south. That's what music's all about. It really is about <laughs> about how much is this worth, yeah, and who doesn't have it. Um, so yeah, so a lot of a lot of that stuff. 
and now the record starts to take shape. When do you, like, and, but then you start, you're saying you started to pull away from it all. You're, you're removing elements. Well, we did this thing. We did a little bit on the last record, mm-hmm. but, uh, I mean, obviously do working remotely a lot because of yeah. me like living, living on opposite coasts and, sure. and also COVID. So, yeah. Um, but I think we got more comfortable with that this time. And, okay. uh, but we did a lot of like, um, I have to burp. I don't know if I should pull the mic closer to your. Yeah, it's, it's, look, as close it's, as it's your call, <laughs> Andrew. It's your call. You, you can. I'm not here to tell you whether to burp into a mic or not. <laughs> you, there, <laughs> and you still kind of burped into the mic, even though you well, went as far away. Look, it's great. It's the Kirkland mm-hmm. water. It's this Kirkland water. I just want to thank everybody at the Kirkland <laughs> Corporation, the Costco. You got it figured out. It's the the size of the bubbles, right? That's right. That's, that's how you know. <laughs> Not the motion in the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were um, so passing tracks mm-hmm. back and forth, and yeah. then with uh, Patrick and Dan, who worked on the record also, and mm-hmm. kind of adding layers of things, or, the, or there'd be like many different versions of a track, mm-hmm. and sometimes we didn't remember like what was the most recent thing, or be pulling things from different sessions. Okay, so it, it was just kind of naturally chaotic, mm-hmm. and then uh, what? Are you going to burp again? I have so many burps. (laughs) (laughs) Now I think you just need to burp into the mic. No, I'm not going to do that. See, that was a challenge. It was a good Southern boy. Exactly. See, that was a test. You passed the test. If I had a chocolate factory, (laughs) you would have gotten it now. I thought of that that immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's the burp. There's the fizzy lifting drink. Yeah. And he gets too close to the fan. They almost get. Yeah chopped up oh that reminds me i walked by uh toothsome's the uh, other day yeah toothsome's over in uh the city walk yeah it was cool i didn't realize mm-hmm. uh i hadn't been to universal in a while and okay. i didn't realize when you park in the parking garage that you see the dome kind of through the like <laughs> uh-huh. you're like in the parking garage you're like what is that like is yeah. this you think it's like a new part mm-hmm. of the theme park or something yeah. like that yeah do you did not go into toothsome's though, no did you? Um, I went to Toothsome's last year. Julia took me to Toothsome's for my birthday. Toothsome's, if people don't know, it's on the Universal City Walk, the coolest place in all of Los Angeles. True. I'm not, I know you love it. Yeah. I'm not putting it down. Yeah, no, this is not, no irony, if not a ever, hint of irony. If you ever are wondering how you can hear or where you're going to hear weird re recorded. Whitney Houston songs, like with new people singing them. You go to the Universal City Walk, you'll hear like a new version of I Want to Dance with Somebody sung by another person <laughs> that you don't know who wanted it. But Twosomes is this chocolate emporium. It's basically combining chocolate and steampunk together in one amazing restaurant. And they have a steampunk robot there named Jacques. It's the best. We're all going to Tusum's <laughs> after this. So you went to you went there. I walked to the City Walk. I, I did go to City Walk. I went to see um, went to see a movie and okay. got voodoo donuts. 
The voodoo donuts. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get? Didn't they have like a cough Those aren't syrup vegan, donut? Are they? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Voodoo donuts in is in Portland is like known. That's oh, the Portland okay. place. That's the one where they had like a donut filled with cough syrup. Oh. At one point, where you're like, it's this is illegal. Like you can't do this. <laughs> like you can't pour cough syrup into a donut no. and sell it. You can do it at home. What was the first song on the album that told you what the album was going to be when you were putting this in? Like, what's the song you were just like, this is this is the vibe? Probably. We had, we had a few that came together that were pretty fleshed out, but I think it was um, I Wish I Was Joking was the one where mm-hmm. I started feeling MGM, MGMT mm-hmm. vibes. Mm-hmm. So then the record's together, but you the record's out on Friday... It's very exciting. That's crazy. I have been lucky enough to work with you guys. I got to co-direct a video with with Julia Vickerman, who's sitting in studio now. Am I supposed to be here? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Okay. Just get into the, we'll put Hi. the mic up on you. There you go. We got to make the bubblegum dog video with with you guys. And that was the one of the most fun things I've ever gotten to do. Definitely. And it really was a testament to how funny you both are. Seriously. You guys were hilarious in it. And I never saw anybody go for it more than you both went for it. Yeah. You both went for it. We did. We were feeling inspired. Yeah. You were in the moment. Yeah, you were really down for like whatever. It was so fun. Yeah. Did our own stunts. You did <laughs> you do your own stunts, well, tumbles and things. And look, they're playing some like, video. Do you need to do that? Do we need to do that again? Because we can do that again if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. No, the first time that you asked, you were like, I think I could fall on the ground. Is that, do you want me to fall? Right. I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Always fall. You always say yes. If you're making a thing and the person says, I can try this, you just say yes. Let them try. <laughs> no. Well, also considering the first thing we shot was like, Eight thirty in the morning in a freezing cold pool. Yeah, that, like, yeah. that was great. Yeah, it really set a tone because that was like that was the most uncomfortable part of the whole thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Unless wearing that little fake soul patch got uncomfortable. No, that was probably the most uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, then when I was when I was trying to when I was channeling Eddie Vedder's facial muscles. Yeah, mm-hmm, that was like not comfortable for me. Really? Yeah. Were you sore like the next day from that? I just felt weird afterwards. <laughs> because at the start of the video... It's like muscles you've never used before? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you were pulling the Jeremy energy. Yeah, there's kind the, of like a... Yeah, the... Which is kind of almost like... Off, it's almost Martin concert. Short in a way. Like he's... Eddie Vedder was closer to Martin Short than I ever realized until we were talking about how to... For you could do Eddie Vedder. And it's just like... You're pulling the face. Oh, like look at me like a human boy. That part, like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like just kind of twisted and like the. F- it's not exactly landing. The look isn't exactly. Like- <laughs> but um, yeah. So that that was amazing. So we got to do that. But you've had four videos now. Four videos from the record. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty all over the place too. And this is in lieu of playing. It's not in lieu of. Uh-huh. Is that a 
We're just not playing Hawaii there anytime soon. In lieu. No, it's French. In yeah. Liu. Yeah. Um, we're not playing concerts right yeah. now. That's for sure. Well, that's I mean, that's the truth. Not yeah. for sure. No. It is for sure, but it's not. I don't mean it like mm-hmm. we're never going to play again. Just not that's... right now for a while. Yeah. I think. We're standing up to the man somehow. Yeah, I think it's great. You're saying. You know, when every a band announces an album, they're like, mm-hmm. this is the album. But almost more importantly, they're like, this is this giant tour. We're going to yeah. come see. We're not, we're not doing that. What you're is that say- pretentious, though? No. I don't think so. You're <laughs> saying the album is enough. You're saying the album is enough. The album no, is not. No, we're not even saying this. You are anything. saying anything. Oh, Andrew, trust me. Are you you're saying, saying you don't enjoy touring? I'm not. Uh, I'm not declaring nothing. Okay. I'm not. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to declare. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> See? Boom. From the hit album, Lost Life in Stores this Friday. <laughs> but I think it's great because so much things shifted to where albums became a piece of like a, the starting pistol for a tour. Mm-hmm. But now you're saying, you sit at home, enjoy the album. Soon enough we'll be in front of you just not right now yeah yes I guess. yeah right yes if we're saying something and maybe it's that <laughs> <laughs> wait what's the name of the king grimson album that uh kind of has is it that lock songs in aspect yeah because uh-huh. you know we use same font i know i know you know that baskerville let me see yeah on the edge you'll see it it's also on the sticker oh, yeah. yes okay Yes, from the back. <laughs> this is the same font from the King Crimson album, but this is the true. the sticker of it. It's fading. I can't get a new one. Hint, hint. Because we know that we know that that's what all the young kids want, and they'll be drawn to that. The kids like King Crimson. <laughs> <laughs> it's music for children. <laughs> I am usually not the one who gets thrown for a curveball. You just threw me. A I'm sorry, I just, no, I'm grateful. We haven't humbled, know, hyped up on this Kirk Kirkland. The Kirkland this, thing will get Kirk, you, Jack. Kirk, it'll get you, Jack. Some <laughs> sick Kirk. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. If we're talking about music videos, since since you're since you're you've got four amazing videos out, one is obviously better than the other three, but <laughs> all four are great. Like one is, I'm glad you agree. All time classic, <laughs> top ten music videos ever. Thriller, <laughs> Bubblegum Dog, <laughs> Hard Habit to Break, Opposite Attract, Opposite Attack, Attract, because. <laughs> She likes <laughs> movies. But he likes TV. Right. They're very different. She doesn't like. I wonder cigarettes. how many of the uh... he likes to smoke. Yeah. So how it, many could, yeah. could we remember? Let's Music see. videos. No. Of, of the of uh, opposites attract. The opposites from that oh. song. Yeah. Let's see. Because she likes movies and he likes TV. Right? I like it quiet. Which isn't really. That... I like to shout. Oh, okay. Uh huh. <laughs> Which is weird. What are the chances of us getting MC Scat Cat to do something with MGMT? Get Tex Paula. <laughs> Cuz they they dated for a while. They're they're back. They're 
they're not back together, but they're they're cool with each other. Cool with <laughs> each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah, it's a little weird, but it is water under the bridge. <laughs> if you could have MC Scat Cat in your next video, would you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <laughs> Is this is this really a line? Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> MC Scat Cat, one for the other. Like suddenly, everybody MC Scat Cat. He's like, we are going on tour. <laughs> Whatever. It was all part of your plan to get us to <laughs> yes, tour. Exactly. It's MC Scat Cat. He's headlining. <laughs> you guys are opening for him somehow. You already had you had it booked for months, knowing. Oh, it's that... been in place the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> We're breaking it to you both now. Right. You're part of uh, Scat Fest, mm. which also would be a horrible thing. Mm. You put that next to we're rubbing against each other in the in the yeah. hall, hall of unfortunate <laughs> quotes. So we're talking about let's talk about '90s videos were the mainstay of the video we did. Mm. Top five '90s videos. What are we talking about here for you? Because I because when we were making the video, there were points when you could look and it was like you were in like at like fantasy camp where you're getting to like suddenly be Lane Staley. Yeah. After watching him for as a kid, you're watching him up there. Now you're in <laughs> you have the fuchsia hair now. Mm. And you're both sitting next to each other like Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley. So you, exp- I know how important these videos are to you. Yeah. Top five nineties videos. What? Are, who? What? Let's like. Um. But not even, not even, but for like alternative rock, just anything, anything, anything. The ones you're at home sitting in your living room, in Tennessee. Yeah. Watching MTV. The first one I thought of was um. Uh, the Janet Jackson one where there's men like undressed men rolling in things and like the silks. Yeah. It's like black and white. Yeah. And it's just like sweaty. And she's got like men. the jeans and crop top. Yeah. It's I don't like know really why beautiful. I thought of that one first, but it's a gorgeous video. <laughs> <laughs> so the video with the handsome. Uh, Sexy what's, men. What song is that? Oh, um, nothing. Love do without you. What? Yeah, I think the, so. Okay. Yeah, love, love will never love do will without never, you. Love will never yeah. do without you. So that one. Okay. Yes, She's yeah. just so beautiful in that video. Yeah. Uh, so Ben, what are you? Let's. What's a '90s video that's important to you? I don't know. I'm gonna. It's harder for me because I didn't watch a lot of music videos in the '90s. But okay. I guess. Start what were you with, doing then? What was I doing with your time? Listening to King Crimson. See. That's yeah. a lot cooler. Yeah. You but I'll say Black Hole Sun, though. Okay, Black Hole Sun, which yeah. was an influence on the video we did with the warpy stuff. Sure. Um, yeah. Because I like that video, because you know what that video says? The suburbs are messed up. Right. <laughs> totally. It says, you might think it's normal. We also got the crazy, la- well, there's that's in like every video, but the crazy laughing man oh, who yeah. says like the end is nigh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The crazy old man. Yeah. And the the camera and color effects where it's just you do that to be like this is weird and just mm-hmm. show anything and be like look this oh, is yeah. this is really weird oh mm-hmm. no there were points where we were filming the video we were just like let's go shoot in this hallway yeah and just like 
It looks weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks meaning. It looks like it has meaning to it. Like suddenly it's just like, there's no meaning. It was a hallway. <laughs> and we like rolled a ball down a hallway. Yeah. yeah. The guy, the guy like, in our video, Chuck, he's a pretty cool guy. The, the guy who was the crazy old man. He he alternates usually playing. He's a Santa most of the time, but then he also does. He's like, I'm Santa 80% of the time, homeless 20% of the time. He was, He's like, I just played a homeless guy in a... Doja Cat in a video. Doja Cat video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he had just like, he's bouncing from video to video. So you're, you're, you're exempt, Ben. You no exempt. video? No video comes to mind? Um, of... Well, so nine, videos that nine. we didn't reference in yeah, yeah, Bubblegum just, Dog. There's just too many great videos. Um, I can't even think of one. That's how <laughs> many there are. Hold on. We're going to go rapid fire then. We're going to go rapid fire with some questions. There's, okay. a game, there's a game we do. It's called Yeah, Meh, Nah. Okay. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's either Yeah... Thumbs up. Meh. Nah. Okay. And I'm going to name things. Yes. Medieval times. Wait. So there's, yeah. If you like it, yeah. If you think oh, it's right. okay. So it's just meh. general, normal Thumbs. Yeah. things. Just Three different. We're going to get gonna, to know you. I, yeah. Yeah. Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah. Isn't that like your favorite place? <laughs> it's not that's not my it's okay. not my bag. It's You'd one of meh, one of my favorite meh. places. Or yeah, I, I say meh. can't believe okay. you have a not my bag. Sounds. Okay. I'm saving yeah. it. For your, when you like renew your vows or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, that's a yeah. 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 How would you see it in the theater? You ever go to a midnight show Rocky Horror? I never I never, I never done that. No, well, this Friday. Where? Where? Somewhere. Oh, you're <laughs> right. It's every Friday somewhere. Right. You go, you throw toast. Mr. Bean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, meh. That's a meh. That's meh. Okay. Yeah. The Viper Room. Nah. Nah. Meh. Okay. Wait, was that a meh or a meh? It was a meh. Okay. Oh. The movie Short Circuit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No comment on that. That's a meh, then. Okay. Okay. The crash, it's been a long time. Crash Test Dummies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were a big, their sound was a big influence on our new album. I love them. Yeah. So who else was an influence on the album, then? Because there's parts of the album... That sound like it's so eighties in certain spots in mm. the best possible way. Because you said there's like a, there's like a slight a AC adult contemporary energy yeah. running underneath it. Mm-hmm. It's so it's just it's funny to say like the eighties. Like, you know, like we've talked about it's like what does that really mean? But in terms of the kind of more sophisticated like we would like prefab sprout and mm-hmm. um just things where there was fretless bass and sure. very cleanly recorded things. Yeah. Yeah. I think of like um like seventies sort of like glam or proggy bands that transitioned mm. into like new romantic synthesizer. Sure, like, Japan. like started wearing like suits and skinny ties. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, it really was a transitional thing where people went from being kind of proggy and then kind of they, they found the axis between prog and new wave, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The show Married with Children. I don't have any feelings about it. It's meh. Yeah, it's meh. Yeah. Yeah. Except Eye. the guy um, that composed the Seinfeld music. He mm-hmm. did the theme for that too, I think. The boom, 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 boom. Yeah, but he, I think he did the Married with Children. <clears throat> Do you remember when people when people thought James Murphy played that? When that was like a rumor, it's like, yeah, James Murphy did the bass on it. It's like, first of all, it's not a real bass. <laughs> no, it's like, I can not. tell it's not a bass. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. I have to show love for Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's complicated. Ben's quiet. It's, it's just, it's complicated. My friend Eric, Ben. I'm going to tell you about my friend Eric. He... Took the a couple of the albums. He paid someone to remove Anthony Kiedis's vocals from them. They're really good. I believe that <laughs> they're good instrumental records. I believe that. Unless you guys not, like this part? Oh, yeah. I just want. I don't even have a that. problem with Anthony Kiedis vocals. Mm-hmm. I don't. You don't? No, no I don't have a problem. Look. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, George Carlin. Yeah. 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 Okay. Bare naked ladies. They're watching us right now. <laughs> the better, band. Better they're yes. watching. They're all watching. Us. <laughs> they're gonna watch me say no. Well, you say then say yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I had I had to publicly state that it's a no for me. Okay. Look. It's a good karaoke song though. One week. Mm, I can't even say. I can't even agree with that. I tell you, when you do that, oh man, I don't want your hood. Yeah, everybody <sighs> passes out. <laughs> Someone fish to the dish away like a sailor Swiss, like sushi, never, never touch a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust. Okay, that's enough. Big like Leanne Rhymes, because I'm all about value. Wait, Camper's got the man. Big like Leanne Rhymes. What is that? Yeah, size thing. I think just fame wise. Okay, yeah. Bert Camper's got the mad hits. The bangles. Wait, are, we, are we? Yeah. Now, now, like each line of the lyrics. Or no? <laughs> no, we're not no, going to okay. do that for bare naked ladies. Each member, clearly. Each, <laughs> each member, bare naked ladies. Okay. Sorry, what was the, the bangles? Oh yeah, yeah. Bangles are great. Rock and roll crush. Which member? Which one? Yeah. Uh, the Susanna Hoffs. Yes. Sure. <laughs> I prefer. I was more of a Debbie Peterson fan, but or actually, I was a Michael Steele fan. Mark gets it. <laughs> Red Bull. Nah, nah. I mean, I, I've I've had fun on Red Bull. <laughs> fun. Uh huh. <laughs> like the pound of Red Bull. What do you? Before the show, what are you guys doing? M&M's, honey. I had to. I don't even remember what it's like. Not M&M's or honey. Okay. We don't. No. <laughs> we've been DJing more than playing mm-hmm. live, and I, yeah. for some reason, I put um, red vines on okay. the rider. Okay. Mm-hmm. And 
I didn't even know that this existed until I put it on the rider, but there are these tubs of red vines that are like, it's probably like a, I don't know how many pounds, like maybe five pound okay, tub like, of red vines. And it's just sitting backstage. Uh -huh. And there's like not that much else. There's like maybe some wine. It okay. looks like it fell off the back of like a phone company repair truck. <laughs> sure. Like it's, it's like got a cable in it. Yeah, it's a cable. Yeah, you can spool that out. No. And do you take them home? No. No. Such no. a waste. It's it is it's a waste, but I don't I don't want that in my house. <laughs> I love Lucy. Uh yeah. yeah. Juggalos. Yeah. Juggalos? Mm -hmm. The juggalos. Or insane clown. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more really into the insane clown posse than the Sure. Not into them, but No. I'm, I'm yeah for them, and I'm like kind of juggalos. I respect them. Yeah, I'm kind of like low key obsessed with juggalo culture. Okay. Like I read every like mm -hmm. anytime there's like somebody does does a big article about juggalos, I yeah. have to read it. I wish I could have gone to the gathering of the juggalos in like a suit of armor or something, mm -hmm. just like you know. Because they're going to throw something at like me. Like out of place, yeah. Yeah. If somebody sees me, they're throwing a bottle at me. You could just dress like a juggalo. I could draw. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. I should just go what if all you the went, way like in. Like a juggalo to the Ren Fair. <laughs> if you dressed... I, Andrew, I just think you you just rewrote the game. Because there's... at these. Have you been to Renaissance Fairs? Uh, only a couple times. Okay. When's the last time you were at one? It was in France in an actual medieval castle. That almost seems not fun in a weird way because it's actually renaissance. Yeah, it was like too real. That sounds yeah. like legit yeah. cool. It wasn't legit cool, but it was. <laughs> I, I like the idea of a renaissance fair being held in a weird industrial park. Like you can just yeah. see like buildings over there. No authenticity to it. Have you been to Ren Fairs, Ben? Uh, no, but there was this guy in what in my high school who was like a little bit older than me uh -huh. who was like really into it and at some point like showed up in school in like a full suit of armor with like i think he had a sword <laughs> uh -huh. in school can't do that yeah. anymore you can't do that anymore i don't think you can bring weapons into the ren fair is that right oh uh, yeah you cannot no. but but they also don't really check that closely so yeah. you really could but don't. That's a, <laughs> I'm begging people. Do or at not least bring not weapons. the Southern California one. I feel yeah. like they do. Do they even? They do have metal detectors, right? I don't remember if they do. But what are they? Yeah, place it was. At the Ren Fairs, there's people who go dressed as Star Trek characters, who act like they were beamed into the past, and the people at the Ren Fair hate it yeah. so much. They're so mad at it because now you have people walking around with the uh, calm things and they're just like acting like they're observing. Yeah, you, the... you also have your occasional Bill and Ted's wandering around. <laughs> so, <laughs> but if you added Juggalos right. to that, you just rewrote the whole Ren Fair game. You turn it into a like a side entrance for Juggalos. Yeah. Just well, like, how do you explain that in the canon of? Because I mean, I feel like uh, I mean, a jester hat on. Yeah, jester. Just make them jesters. 
And you go to the rent fair, and there's always, because we've gone a couple times, Julia and I, and I will say this. All it takes is somebody to start yelling at me in a character for me to shut down. <laughs> That's true. You don't like that. Somebody to come up and go, ooh, what the boot to do? And I'm just like, please don't. <laughs> do you I have a, do you the, a clown? I'm going to go back to the car now. Are clowns like hard for you to take? Or Oh, yeah. Yeah, me yeah, too. Clowns. Which is interesting because our friend Tally Medell, who's going to come, she teaches clowning courses. So we're going to find all about that later. So did our, um, our friend... Jamie, who works with us, has like a whole, like his whole family are clowns. And really? Yeah. I thought it was just his sister. I mean, but like they're, no, but it's like his sister, but like then. If you're not a clown, you're called a clown. It's kind of like an insult. No, but like his brother also like does, does that stuff. Like they, they do like circus. Yeah. Yeah. Circus stuff. I don't know. They're into clowns. Yeah. They are clowns. and so we talk, but we talk about it. Jamie and I talked about it. I, oh, told okay. him, I told him about my my fear of clowns, but it's not really. It's not like if a clown walks up to me, I'm like petrified. It's yeah, more just like a just not into it. I'm not into like audience participation. Sure, which mm-hmm. I, I think that's where it comes from. Okay. Yeah, as a kid, it would give me like panic attacks if like a costumed person came towards me. I was like, I do not want to interact with this thing. Wow. This is what I'm feeling now. You guys come back. It's a full freaking Ren Fair. M G M T R E N Fair. Everybody in costume, right? Yes. But then the kicker is you guys aren't even there. You just let some douche in a jester hat jump around and yeah. say that you would be like mad mad lib or what not mad lib but mad villain when he would do that you know you know mf doom when mf right. doom would do that and he would have shows where he's like he would tell everybody i'm a villain i'm a villain and then he wears this mask on stage and then like people would be like that guy's 50 pounds heavier than mf ah. doom and he's just holding the mic up to the mask and you can't even tell whether he's rapping or not through it and people go that wasn't him and he'd be like I always told you I was a villain. Oh. Like, that was literally his answer to how he ripped off the audience. He said, I said I was a villain. That's what a villain does. Wow. So this this tour that you've already booked for us. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be through the spring into summer, Ren Fair season. It's you guys. It's uh, the other three Red Hot Chili Peppers, no Ketis. ICP. ICP. Uh, what are some of the other bands that play the thing? It would be, uh, I'm blanking on it. What's it with, oh my God, I used to know all of these bands. I can't think of any artists or any names of people. <laughs> okay. Except MC Scat Cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MC Scat Cat will be at the Ren Fair. <laughs> All right, let's see. So then and we get, I mean, we'll get a lot of Juggalo crossover oh, fans look, too. You get them. They'll just start saying MGMT is family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And then then you know what you do. This is the opposite of what you guys do now. You ring these people for every dollar mm-hmm. you can get from them. You have to. Merch. 
Because there's certain people do that with a fan base. Oh, I have fan. Uh, people like my band or they like my thing. I'm so grateful for it. This is the most amazing thing to have an audience, and I respect it and appreciate. Other people are just like, people are into a thing. Time to start ripping them off yeah. and just sell anything, right? <laughs> like, you know, they did the Kiss casket. You could do an M since you guys sing about death so much, an MGMT casket. Yeah. With and it just plays the songs about death. <laughs> it sounds messed up. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I, did any of the Kiss fans, yeah, uh, end up in the Bubblegum Dog video? Did any of the Kiss fans who were like they were going when we oh, were filming on the Walk did you of did you notice stars? all of them? No. Yeah, when we were filming, there was a big Kiss show going on, so there were a lot of people dressed as Kiss can, Kiss fans walking down the street. Oh, the... oh yes, that's because Kiss were playing the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. I don't think any Kiss fans made it in the bootleg Chewbacca. Definitely did. Yeah. He and he wasn't happy about. He it. No, he was not, not like happy. Us. That guy did not like us at all. And a friend, uh, she was going to the movies, and she said, "I was like, yeah, I just did an MGMT video." She's like, "Oh, I saw, I saw them the other day. They were dressed really weird." And right. I was like, "Where?" She's like, "On Hollywood Boulevard." So, of all the times she was walking to the Chinese theater, yeah, saw the two of you dressed in your in your grunge garb, right? With just, a Big yeah, soul. yeah. <laughs> I thought she said they were dressed like douchebags or something. Well, I was we trying were. to be nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. There you go. No, it was great though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those pants, <laughs> the pants that you were wearing, the cut off short things, mm -hmm. I stole, and now they're mine. Yeah. But then yeah. some of the Kiss fans assumed that we were going to the Kiss concert. Oh yeah, because right? yeah. you were dressed. Like cool dudes. Like cool, cool dudes. douches. Yeah, like cool douches. So, this is something that I wanted to know. You guys, you did so much music. What's in the vault? Ooh, what's in the vault? Oh, How deep does the vault run? It's not very big. It's not. It's like a safety deposit box kind of. Okay. I mean, is that really... I mean, are you discounting the like hours of... Weird. No, I was saying like, like jam. I don't count things. that. Like you I wouldn't count that. We don't. We don't even keep that locked up. We just have it kind of sitting around on the floor. Okay. There's probably a. I could count, you know, on my two hands the amount of ideas that that we didn't finish that could be really good. Okay, but it's not. But if, when it's time to crack it open, there's not like. Oh, here's like 10 unreleased songs. No, 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 not okay. at all. Yeah. Are there different versions of songs? Not really. Nope. Ooh, I like this is the Pink Floyd. We are not good <clears throat> generating extra stuff. No, then that's some people, <laughs> that's not what you do. You make, and that's why you're five for five. Thank you. That's why you're five mm -hmm. for five. Because you do it. Oh, I was just going to say the new song is beautiful, by the way. Thank Dancing you. in Babylon. Thanks. It's one of my yes. favorites off the record. And that was with uh, Christine Queens. What was that like? Which How did that part, come the about? Video or yeah, the... There's a, the whole thing. How did that come about? Um, we That song was one of the last ones to come together. And um, we it kind of started off as like this more 
almost like magnetic fields song about this couple in Rockaway Beach. And then um, I didn't know very well. Mm-hmm. And then I think I actually told them that I was writing a song about them. And they were, they were you don't know us. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so I shifted. I was like, this is probably not the right way to go. Uh, and then we it started just taking shape. And then it turned into this kind of halftime feel on the choruses. And that's when we just were like, we need a really strong kind of powerful 80s style voice to accompany us on this journey. Okay. And how did you meet Chris? Uh, we, well, Ben didn't meet him until the video shoot. Um, right. But I don't know, there, there was kind of like probably years ago now, some back and forth about wanting to collaborate and it never happened. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic dancer too. Like the video oh, yeah. is just mm-hmm. stunning. Yeah. You see that we didn't really dance. I did notice that. We were like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. That was cool. And and your hair choice mm. for it was full. Amy Mann. Amy Mann. Yeah, I was going to say you had a little rat tail. It was full. It was uh, Voices carry. Yes. Yes. Although, as someone online pointed out, it also could pass as that um, the uh, people in, from... Uh, a certain planet in Star Wars. I'm really not a good Star Wars person, but they yeah, all have the tail. The tail. Pad- yeah. Padawan? Is that Padawan. Yeah, that's just, I think it's a, was that a ranking, I think? Okay. Look, I'm not a nerd. I don't <laughs> oh, know this okay, sure, sure. <laughs> These are the people I pick on. Hey, don't you know every lyric to uh, Bare Naked Ladies that's one week? That's cool. You don't, you're, that's showing that you're not cool enough <laughs> yet. What you just showed. I mean, I'm wearing a Billy Ray Cyrus shirt. I'm a little embarrassed for you right now. (laughs) (laughs) That you don't know how cool bare naked ladies are. So, who is the weirdest, most most surprising fan of the band you've come across over the years? Like anybody where you're just like, like a curveball. Like, there was that... Look, I'm not gonna say it was a whole thing where a famous person said they listened to MGMT oh, yeah. while they got down on their headphones. headphones. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, that's that's kind of hard to beat. But we haven't. Well, yeah. We didn't. Like, we don't know. No, that's yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio famously listens to you guys. Right. In while, like, while, while dating Urban women. Yes, yeah, dating women while he's dating. <laughs> And that guy from Romancing Wonder yeah. Years is actually Marilyn Manson. <laughs> well, that yeah. one's true. That is true. I don't know. I mean, this is kind of this is weird, maybe, but it was surprising to find out that you were list- that you were a fan of MGMT. <laughs> well, Oof. that's because... troubling. That you, but playing. no, <laughs> <laughs> that's a really great because... photo of Leo as well. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> it is. But uh, but we were listening to you on tour, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Simon got in touch with you. Yeah. Now, Simon, who we just played his new song, his album comes out on Friday also. Oh, yeah. It's going to be real head to head. Yeah. And it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Simon. That's right, Simon. No, it's really <laughs> great. Spir- the Spiral Heads record uh, is, is really awesome. And we're going to play another song next week from it. So, Did you see the video, by the way? I did. Simon directed the video for That's it. great. Yeah. No, I love Simon. He's been 
he's a he's a prolific dude, and he's been with uh, he's been with Modest Mouse for the last couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, love him to death. Could we could we take a couple calls and then we will let you escape? How about that? Is that okay? Yeah, it sounds All right. Good. Let's do this, and people be. I'm going to just warn the callers right now. You'd be polite. You'd be concise. You'd be respectful. And make your point. Say thank you. And say goodbye. Basho, hello. Hello, is it me? It is you. Who's this? Uh, this is Frankie. Frankie, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. I'm just hanging out with my cat. What's your cat's name? The... What's your cat's name, Frankie? Uh, it's uh, Donnie. It's short for... You guys are a little bit older. Not that old, but you guys are pretty old. Uh, his name Thank is Donnie. You. That's the uh, nicest thing Kurt. anybody ever said to me. You guys are pretty old. <laughs> no, you guys are only like 10 years older than me. You guys are chilling. Uh, his name is Donnie after Donnie Thornberry. Uh, it's from a cartoon called Wild Thornberries, but yes. I saw in a recent interview you guys had... You mentioned uh, you bought like a microphone that like was the Flea model, but Flea did the voice of Donnie in Wild Thornberry, but he didn't talk. He would just go. Wah, 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 wah. Ah, yes. Did you? Yeah. Do you yeah, have a so question? Do you have a question, Frankie? <laughs> Frankie, what's your question for the band? <laughs> oh, I got questions. Yeah, let me let me look at my tablet. Tablet. Um, it's gonna be a yeah. TED talk. I use a flip phone and a tablet. Yeah. Come on, Frankie. You can do uh, it. Just oh, yeah, by the way, young uh, he is. One question, Frankie. Yeah. Sorry, sorry guys. Uh, yeah. My grandma, by the way, loves Monk. Just let you know. Thank you. Know. you. I appreciate that. We're <laughs> drifting further afield now. Yeah. <laughs> My the grandma car, right? loves Monk. Paddle. Just in case I didn't feel old enough. Your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad I'm on good <laughs> My grandma loves Monk. Thank you. Yeah. Gampy. Gampy yeah. loves Monk. And by the way, I never, I never saw an episode either. Monk. It was her that watched it. it was her. Yeah. But yeah, I guess my first question, because I'm going to probably have many, right? It's going to be your only um, question. So let's, <laughs> this, is not a, this is not a first, second, third question thing here. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Make uh, it good. So I guess I guess I one golden one. Um, uh, this one's so basic, though. Okay. Uh, I guess since and Tom, I want to include you too, since you said you've listened to the album many times. Um, to each of you, name your top two tracks that you find yourself returning to most on the record, and maybe list why number one of those oh, two tracks this? This, uh, is number one. It's like a. It's like a. Multi-part. Sorry. Like a if I only get one, I got to questions make three. Right. You can answer, or you can cross the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are your favorite songs on the Multi- album right now that you find yourself sticking in your head? On MGMT's "Loss of Life." Yes. The album. Um, in yeah. stores. Something Friday. bothers me about it. It well, lots of things bother me about musicians, but um, when I watch interviews with musicians and. They just go on about this record and this record. I don't mm-hmm. know why that really. So I just wanted to make sure we're saying we're talking about MGMT. Lots of okay. So um, <laughs> I like uh, Freddie's song and um, the title track, "Lots of Life." Okay. 
a name supposed to say why. Get, it kind of get one one particular reason why. Yeah, at least at least one. Maybe it's abstract, like thoughts that come in or feelings, or maybe just like yeah, I don't know. Whoa, I felt like you were about to hypnotize me. Um, yeah. Uh, Freddie's song is is nice because it's got so many different um, features and collaborations on it. You know, James Richardson is playing this beautiful harpsichord, and Yuka Honda is doing these kind of crackly paper sounds, and Britta Phillips is singing these beautiful things, and Dan Lopatin is making these textures at the end, and it's like it's just like it's the one where it's like kind of all jammed on it. Yeah. That's a beautiful yeah. song. And Britta Phillips is so awesome. She I, is awesome. Yeah. Singing voice of the gem and the holograms. That's right. Yeah. Please, uh, Frankie, tell your grandma I said hello and thanks for the support. Wait, I didn't even get Ben's answer. Yeah. Ben oh, hates oh. the new album. <laughs> no, no, what is your answer, Ben? Uh, let's see. I wish I was joking and dancing in Babylon. Okay. I wish I was joking because... Um, we don't know what the chords are <laughs> for the verses for the verses. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we know the, uh, the chorus chords and then dancing in Babylon because it was really hard to make it. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was a real struggle and it turned out differently from probably differently from how we could have expected it would. Uh huh. Like how did it start and how did it versus where it, it ended started up? kind of like silly, almost like Euro dance. Like, uh, I feel like there's even in the, in, product though there's like go-kart mozart influence on that one so it makes sense that you like no it's got this oh yeah that's the other thing i was i was listening to like autecker and go-kart mozart basically the whole time because ben is a cynical depressed british man (laughs) (laughs) i'm a i'm a happy depressed british man (laughs) oh yes sorry Couple more and then, hello, best show. Hello, it's you. Ooh, you're about to say goodbye. Oh no, there goes the opportunity of your life. Hello, best show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh, hi. Um, yeah, so my name is Micah. Hi, Micah. Hi. We got a question? <laughs> uh, yes, I have a question. So for Ben, what was it like working with Lil Yachty on his album? And uh, overall, was I, I think I read somewhere that Lil Yachty had some, he did something on Lost in Life, Lost of Life too. He didn't, but uh, that would have been cool. Um, I don't know. It was weird because I like it was in the kind of coming out of COVID lockdown, and I really hadn't been hanging out with anybody at all, like besides my wife, basically. Um, and went to this, what do you mean, basically? Basically, I mean, let's like, no, see kidding. like a couple of people. <laughs> but God, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, went to this the Yachty session, and it was like so many people coming in just like and and it would go until who knows like i have no idea what time they would stop doing mm-hmm. like they didn't really get going until like 10 at night or and something. this is little yachty put an album out of a, like a year and a half ago or a year ago whatever that was kind of like 
him doing Dark Side of the Moon yeah. in a strange way. And I like the I like that album. What did you what was your exact what did you actually do on it? You played that sound that that is pretty loud in the mix. Yeah. It goes like ding, 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 Yeah. Ding. Was, which was like me trying to figure out some keyboard that was in the studio that mm-hmm. like was I don't know, I didn't know how to use it very well. And so that's that's what was on the record, I guess. But um no, it was fun. I mean, it's it's fun to see like totally different ways of working. Mm-hmm. Micah, are you a fan of MGMT or just uh, Lil Yachty? Just had to ask. Um, I'm actually a really big fan of MGMT. Like oh, cool. I tell all my friends all the time, like Lots of Vice is coming out, and like yes, I play all your albums for them. And that's right. I'm a really big fan of MGMT, but. Before that, he was a really big fan of Loyati, so it was like a really cool transition. That's amazing. Yeah, well, it was really cool to see uh, MGMT work on Loyati's album. I think it's awesome. Well, Micah, you, what are you doing on Friday? Are you going to get the album? Are you going to buy yeah, the physical already, copy? Uh, you going to get a physical bundle. copy of it, right? Um, I have the bundle. I brought the. I bought the bundle already. So cool. With, for that with the plush. With the plushy. Bubblegum dog. Yeah, yeah. With the plush. That's so cool. We've we have them. Yeah. I just got mine today. We should have. Oh, we should have brought it. Should have brought it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited to see how it looks. Do you have any pets? <laughs> um. No, I don't. Well, you will soon. <laughs> Yes, you're gonna get up. Yeah. We're sending you an iguana. What's your address? <laughs> well, thanks for calling, Micah. All right, that's the best thing is when they talk and they hang out. My absolute favorite moment of life. I like when it turns uh, into you interviewing them. <laughs> Just have to keep it going. All right, one more. Here we go. Hello, best show. What if it was Brian Lehrer calling you? Hello, this is so amazing. Hey, hello. Long time yes. listener, first time call. Yo, really? This is look. This I'm guy's actually... getting down to this is okay. This is my kind of caller. He's you're okay. a little pushy. Where are you from? Me? You're asking yeah. me? Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> okay, so I'm from LA. Okay. Okay. Ben, Andrew, such a big fan of you. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't feel. <sighs> what do you got? What do you got? A question? Oh my god. Um would you like Ben's uh, yeah. home address? Okay. I don't even know what I'm Um <laughs> I love you too so much. Uh not in a gay way. Not, didn't mean like that, but Yeah, let's so like yeah, but you're really amazing. You um questions I have. Oh god, where do I begin? <laughs> oh good lord. First one that comes to <laughs> mind. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um this one's about Siberian breaks, all right? Okay. You know this one? Sure do. All right. So like it's on one of your albums. It's on the second. We composed it. Side three. Congratulations. This song, like it it, it happened after 10 minute mark. Sorry for being such a big nerd on this. But like, what was your thought process? What was the meaning of that area? The 10 minute mark. breaks. What's going on in 10 minutes? Like, yeah, like, like on Genius Lyrics, it says it's called like American Nightmare. But like, Uh, uh, can you? Oh, is that when it goes back sort of to the verse progression and you're singing about ravens and stuff? 
No, I like the uh, instrumental outro. I should add that. The one that's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That. What's well, going on there? That's been beatboxing. He, yeah, like, he does it a lot better than I do. With my thought process. But for the like, instrumental, I wanted it to sound trippy. Oh, 10 minutes in. Okay, it's fine. 10, 10 minutes. minutes. 9. 9.52. Here we go. Oh, yeah, this part. Yeah, yeah this part. Yeah. Yeah. What was our thought process when we made that? Yeah. Like, what does it mean? What does it mean? What does any of it mean? Yeah. That's the. What does any of it mean? I think that it was just like, trying what to was your... sound trippy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so no meaning, just vibes or something? Well, that part is, you picked the one part of the song that doesn't have any words in it. <laughs> I think it would be easier to describe like a meaning for a different mm-hmm. section that had words. Mm-hmm. Oh, here. Okay. Then let me, Jeremy, I'm going to ask a question. Um, when you're building a song like that, when do you, when does it start to feel like, oh, we're building a, a like a big multi-part thing? Because you have a couple of those. Like when, right. like, like Metanoia or, or Siberian Breaks, how do you, how do they suddenly feel like, oh, this is going to be one of those? No, okay. So also, I don't think that was a bad question at all. Like, no, it's, it was more just, it's hard to answer the, the well, question. Well, that's what I'm just trying to give yeah. a, a thing that you can eat more. But I think it is. Talk I think, do you have any pets? No. Do I have any pets? I was, yeah. No, no. I wasn't saying, I'm not saying you thought it was a bad question. Yeah. No, I'm just saying in general. It's not a bad question. It's hard to answer, though. Yeah. But I think the it really is vibes. Sorry. It's vibes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it feels good. Oh, like it has that sorry. has that kind of like you listen to it and it takes you somewhere, whatever. Yeah. It's like uh, that. It's like that. And that's the way it is. So when those <laughs> <laughs> when you do those songs, is that is that. Is that your prog showing, Ben? Multi-part songs, mm. not unlike a lark's tongues and aspic. I think it's more like my brain is broken mm-hmm. from too much King Crimson <laughs> okay. at an early age that yeah. like I can't even hear things, mm-hmm. nor like everything just life progresses in that fashion also i think we're like there's a correlation between the amount of desire that the major label was putting on us for another hit single Mm -hmm. and the length of the song and then you're saying like we're like oh you you want another single yes now the song is 13 minutes oh (laughs) you're gonna ask again now it's 15 this is breakfast club yeah do you want another week of detention? Yeah. This is what you were doing then. Oh, yeah. you want you, like? Oh, you want another time to pretend? Mm-hmm. It's fourteen. Guess what? The song longer. has another section now. <laughs> well, we also did mm-hmm. Metanoia, which is our other very long. Yeah, yeah, as track. a B side to as time a, to yeah, pretend. Yeah, the label said they wanted a B side. Uh huh. Want a B side? We a B side. <laughs> yeah. No, that's <laughs> okay. Jeremy, you good? Are you okay? Um, me? Yeah. Only one, oh, Jeremy. Right. I was just listening. All right. Thanks for the call. Thank you. So, loss of life coming this Friday. This Friday, 
You did it again. I'm just going to say you did it again. Seriously, as a fan, because I'm a fan first, I couldn't talk to you if I wasn't a fan. I'd be, I'd go to hell if I was faking it. Mm. And you would know also. I love MGMT (laughs) as much as any band you could love. And it is truly exciting to watch you grow and build this thing that is truly and utterly undeniably great. And you added to it with this new album. So congratulations. Thank you for your second album. I'm not right. <laughs> it's seriously, it's really impressive. I'm so excited the album is as great as it is. Thank you so much. I just want to say that. And thank you for having us. Yes. Oh no, it's please. Thank you for participating in this. And Julia Vickerman, thank you, of course. You we did the video together. It's one of the best things to do something like that with <laughs> the person you love Aww. is Uh-oh. the greatest thing you can share. <laughs> and to come away not going like, well, we're never doing that again. Oh, no. It yeah. was like the best experience. I, like, I was a little yes. worried going into it. Like, is this going to go south? Yeah. But it just kept going north. I thought it, was it great. just kept going north. <laughs> I was sure you would drive home without me at some point <laughs> no and you guys were so fun to collaborate with it was like a very very cool experience yeah a total dream come true it was so again like to quote there you go <laughs> there it is <laughs> the new york post has just reported <laughs> we rub oh off on each other Wow. This is yes. I, I like I the bottom. This. In a candid interview with GQ, Paul McCartney revealed he and John Lennon once participated in a group masturbation. Oh, wow. wow! And I, I like this beautiful. so much. That's very detailed. I like the sidebar electric feels. Yeah, <laughs> so that's great. No, that's that's very realistic. Wow, that's uh, my guy Jamie out there did that. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, so, Jamie. That really, um, that's really great. But really, the album's out Friday. Everybody should check it out and. 2027 get your lineup for the tickets when you're back on the, to the ren fair back on the <laughs> back on the ren fair stage and then now we have this too. <laughs> clearly that's amazing. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The bill is MGMT. Without Anthony Keys. Without Anthony Keys. Janet Jackson. ICP. Lil Yachty. Bare Naked Ladies featuring me. Ben clearly will be deep playing DJ. a lot of Warp Records. And then your, and, and your appearance clearly is subject to availability. That's incredible. Wait, how many jugglers? Wow. Is at least one? Maybe... <laughs> That's that's hard to that's tell. That's brilliant. No, that is amazing. And so, thanks for coming in. Thanks for telling us all about the record. And we're all excited for loss of life. For loss of life. <laughs> yes. And we're gonna play oh something God. from it now, and then we'll be back in a minute with our friend Tally Medell. So let's listen to what do we want to hear that's allowed to be played? Which of the song? Which of the four? Well, Bubblegum dog. Bubblegum dog yeah. it is. Sure. Sounds great. Ooh, 
back on the best show. How's everybody doing? That was fun, right? Andrew and Ben coming by. Telling us all about the new album. And Horseman, how are we? That was so much fun. It was like an episode of Rockline, man. I really did feel like Jim Lang for a minute yeah. there. We got really Def Leppard in here. I really felt like Jim Lang. Was that the guy's name? I think so, yeah. Mike? It was great, Tom. Thanks, Mike. They browbeat you into a positive answer. <laughs> uh-huh. Come on, Mike. So, look, this. I like the long form. Mike likes the long form. So, I'm telling you, this freaking dude. I'll haul you. That's all I can think about. I'll haul you for real. What kind of car was he in? BMW. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that makes license sense. License plate? Mike, I didn't get the license plate. California uh, plates. It was California. ZF4N97. You're making up. H-A-U-L dash U. Yeah. Do you know this story, Tally? I was telling a story mm. earlier. And this is Tally Medell's here. Hi. Woohoo. Our great friend. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. Thanks it's for so, having me. So nice to see you. Now you on the line right now are the there's a thing called the four horsemen. It's me and these other three fellas who work on the show and we when we all talk. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh I told them a story earlier that the other day I was driving around pull up to the traffic light, red light. Sure. Pull up, so I'm starting to go slow. There's a car coming the other way, making a left turn the other way. Okay. Cuts, does that cut right across my lane. Like, it's just like he immediately, like he doesn't drive around my lane to go to make a proper left turn. He cuts across, so I stop, and I make, I smirk. I go like, in my car. It was very cool. So then, <laughs> that's he, a smirk. Sorry, I'm like, I can like, I try one? Yeah. Wait. No, I'll work on it. I was like, I smirk. My smirk looked like, and I tried to make reference to it before. The that gymnast. Remember when that one gymnast was like? <sighs> yeah. Who was that gymnast? Remember? You like, asking me? What was her name like Kayla? Something, something like that. Yeah. Yes. If anybody yeah. can find, like, that's the smirk I did. Like, a come on. And then the guy flips me off. Oh, sorry. You weren't smiling. No, I made a smirk at him for driving poorly. I thought a smirk was something else. I'm sorry. Go oh, on. Oh, no, no. So I made the <laughs> smirk. Mike, you. Yeah. I don't know if that's quite a smirk. Okay. Well, then what is a smirk? A smirk is like kind of, you're kind of smiling sarcastically. It's like the DreamWorks uh, characters. You know what I mean? They've all got like an eyebrow up and like a half smile. Okay. Right? Isn't that DreamWorks? Your look was more disgruntled, huh? Like, okay. So yeah, the one that you gave him isn't that. I went like this. I'm driving. Let me get into the moment. Yeah. I roll. That's not a smirk. No, I just I don't believe that you did that what when you, you were alone by yourself in your car. Because the guy cut me off. Okay. I don't know what that face is. <laughs> I went like this. It's like it's like you like spilled a bowl of ice cream <laughs> yes. on your armchair yeah. and you were about to. Sit I think in that it. may have been the problem, yeah. Tom. He, he was confused by the look. No, well, right. you don't answer. And you don't flip somebody off if you're confused. He's, okay. Anyway, so you, he saw you get upset. 
He saw me do this, so he flipped me off. Rude. So then as he went past, I flipped him right back off. Okay. Like, okay. That's so then I drive a few minutes later, he pulls up alongside. He clearly turned around and found me. And he was in a BMW. Oh. Window rolls down. He pulls at the red light. I roll my passenger window down. He rolls his driver's side window down. And he looks like this basketball player, Pods, Brandon Podzemski. Okay. That's beside the point. But it wasn't him. <laughs> it was not Brandon Podzemski. Okay. Then the guy says to me, he says, I'll haul you for real. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'll haul you. He goes, I'm a gang member. You know, gang members always say they're gang members. Always say, yeah. Yeah. Like when you deal, when you're in New York and some guy goes, you know, I'm in the mafia. Yeah. I'm like, don't haul me. (laughs) He goes, I'll haul you. And I said, you got to make that turn better, buddy. You made that turn like I was just trying to, like, I was like, you cut the turn wrong and then you flip me off and now you're mad at me. Yeah, yeah. The light turns green. I just went, okay. And I just drove away. Sick. <laughs> it was pretty sick. Yeah, it is pretty sick. Where was this? Why did in he Los say Angeles? that to you? Because he was going to haul me. Yeah, I guess so. Where was this? Yeah. This was on Kawanga. Okay. Kawanga. Five minutes from oh, here. Five did minutes. Flash from a piece? Here. Did he flash a piece? Yeah, I was going to ask. Look, if he flashed Was he a piece, weaponized? I would have gone out. I would have said, I'm ready. Do it. <laughs> I dare oh, you. Pull the trigger. <laughs> you do the thing where you put your mouth on his gun. <laughs> like Mike did in the yeah. new pornographer's video. Yeah. I directed. Um, I'll haul you. I'll haul you. One time when I was leaving a liquor store. Yeah. Um, I walked out the door and the person who... um was working said have a blast <laughs> what do you think about that were you what did you buy i don't that's a good question maybe it's because i bought like a bottle of tequila or something well, but maybe it's a nice gesture have a blast have a blast it seemed like when he said it he didn't realize what he was saying okay. until it was too late yeah yeah this I guy loved it. this guy sought me out he turned around He's like, I got to find that car and tell this guy. He's, <laughs> basically, he was telling me, you're lucky to be alive right now. And then I would have said to him, go on. Yeah. Give me reasons. And then he said, I'll haul you for real. <laughs> <laughs> what was his bill? Mike, yeah. he was in a car. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I keep thinking he was upper torso. standing, that no. he wasn't in the car. He there was. Broad-shouldered? There no, is. he was not. He was not a particularly big guy. Okay. But at this point in my life, bring it on. <laughs> you want to pull a machine gun out and mow me down? So Mouth around it. the barrel. So yeah. be it. I had a good run. I've yeah. seen enough. You're ending strong. You didn't get hauled. Or maybe you did get hauled. What does that mean? I he would have hauled know. you to the funeral home. He right. would have hauled me for real. Yeah. I'll haul you. Dump your body off. Now I want to meet this. He had I a want... truck. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have made more sense. Yeah. No. I don't think this 
This is as bad as my uh, don't be scum incident. Yeah, Mike had an incident recently where he yelled at a guy, don't be scum, and then drove away. Wait, Mike, you yelled that? Yeah. That's cool. They didn't tip uh, the bartender. Yeah, so he did the right thing. Wait, you said you'll be scum? What did you I say? Said, don't. No, don't be scum. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm sorry I got it so wrong. The Urban Dictionary's up. This guy had a different. This guy, this guy wanted something different to go on. What? The definition Urban Dictionary for Hall is to successfully take a hot girl home and to bed with you from a bar or club. I'll haul you. Yeah, for or real. a noun is a girl you want to haul. I, sh- I should have said <laughs> it. I should have just said to the guy. I'll haul you. I should have said to the guy, you got to buy me dinner first. Yeah, there right? we go. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, I think you were just dealing with a simple farm boy who didn't know in a better BMW, lingo. a simple yeah. farm guy, a simple farm boy in North Hollywood, we driving write, a BMW. We writing Melon Camp lyrics now. So. Um, what was he wearing? Could you tell? I couldn't. I made probably like a white T-shirt. Oh, was he to. wearing sunglasses? No. Okay. Can you put a picture of Brendan Podzemski up from? The Golden State Warriors. And could someone tell me how to turn down my um, headphones? Because I'm getting blasted to hell. You are? Well, no, it's okay. Oh, thank you. Can we turn the headphones down for... Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you. I, they're, I'm fine. I'll be fine. Oh, no, that's okay. You like that in your... <clears throat> I'll haul you. <laughs> I'll haul... I'll... Is that better? I'll haul you. <laughs> For real. He's the one smirking. Yeah. I'll haul you. I should have gotten out. It was on the, because he caught up to me on the overpass as if you're going to Universal Studios. Do you think that's where he was going? Um, No, he turned around. Since he turned, that's what he looked like. Oh, interesting. That's not who... I'd been picturing. Yeah. Well, I was picturing like a little greasy guy. No, he's not. He's had a curly mop of hair. Mm. Was his tongue out like that? His tongue was not <laughs> out like. <laughs> My Russians were more intimidating looking. All right, Mike. It's not a, con- it's not a contest. Hmm. It's not a contest to see who's going to get hauled more or less. <laughs> I was going to get thrown in a dumpster. Yeah, you were messing with some real. Yeah, somebody in the chat said, yeah, this was like a Jake Paul level numbskull I was dealing with. <laughs> God, what a dork. A wannabe. I'll haul you. You should have wished him a happy, happy Halloween. He didn't even Halloween. know what haul me- meant. Happy Halloween. <laughs> you know what I should have said to him? Haul me. I should say I'm writing you a hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> like that movie Hall Pass where Owen Wilson's like, I got a hall pass from my wife. Is that what it means? I think it was Neil Young. Do you know actually. what how the movie goes? Do you know yes, it? it's, it's Could you elevator pitch it's it? It's Jason Sudeikis and Owen Wilson decide they got to get a hall pass. <laughs> They're Sorry, like, I had to roll away for a second. Yeah, they're like, we want to get down 
We're bored with our wives. Christina Applegate and Jenna Fisher. Wait, so they go to a high school? No, no, it's not a high school. No, there it is. They're, they get a hall pass, which allows them one week outside of the marriage. Oh, it's like the what's it called when you're Amish? Rumspringa. Yes. They should have called it that. Owen Wilson should have been like, this is Rumspringa. What I if the guy said, what if he said, I'm going to rumspring at you? I would have said, can't spell rumspring without rum. Yeah, that's Let's cool. start drinking. I was going to say, spring it on me. That's exactly what I should have said. Spring it on, rumspring it on me. Bro. Pods. Brendan Podzemski lookalike. I'll haul you. I'll haul you. For real. The for real part. I forgot about the for real. That really is something. Yeah. Can we look at that hall pass uh, uh, poster again and see just how photoshopped it was? Oh, no way. They're all in the same room, Tom. Yeah, I'm sure they got Stephen Merchant to fly back from London for this (laughs) photo shoot. Oh, there they are. Wait, that's a different one. That's a different one. They're like, there's a a, a woman no, from the back. No, that's not a woman. That's know. not. Well, look at know. look at Jason Sudeikis. Look at the doll. smirk on his face. Ew. Look at the smirk <laughs> on Both Jason Both of Sudeikis. them are, yeah. But yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Absolutely. So if his other eyebrow was going down, that would be what the DreamWorks animation characters look like. <laughs> and this is like, I'm picturing this being like some kind of like, fox or yeah they're clever they're cleverer like than you a gorilla like a funny gorilla it's kind of like oh. yeah it's weird like it's oh. like it's like i don't know it's over indicating these animals intelligence it's upsetting yeah yeah it's anthropomorphizing them. yeah in a way that's like really sinister yeah or not maybe no i don't know if i yeah. mean any of that yeah. i think it's just like <laughs> so put the ad up please. you just had it please for the love of christ and then also i would love to pull up some kind of dreamworks animation poster look okay there at, they are look hey, at them steven's there. not there look at how blown out look at their skin it yeah. looks like it looks like there's barely any wrinkles in his fingers yeah their skin looks like um butterscotch like as if you're going to put butterscotch on a Sunday. Like they're made out of like liquid butterscotch. Yeah, and it hasn't like quite caught its color yet. Yeah. And then it's I just like glossy. How, I like how Owen Wilson's just like, "I'm holding the hall pass." And then Jason Sudeikis is like, "I'm getting ready to get down." I wonder what happens in hall pass. He's like, "What happens is I've seen it." Oh. These guys strike out left and right. Okay, but then. Then they go back. To their wives. To their wives. Okay. Who they get a hall pass. This is a thing not mentioned in the movie. And the wives clean up. They're they're very mm-hmm. busy. The wives, who got the hall pass and who got hall passed over. Whoa. Right? Who got hauled. <laughs> I'll haul you. For real. Christina I, uh, Applegate, Aguilera. not Aguilera. It was Christina Aguilera. Do your thing, from the start. There you go. See, 
Oh, that's Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher has got her hall pass now. Wow. Hey, it starts in just a couple days. <laughs> this, we're coming up. Happy hall pass. In the hall pass, it says um, effective starting uh, 225. This Sunday is hall pass-mas. This Sunday is hall pass-mas. Who's that? How are you celebrating hall pass this year, Tally? Mm, um, I will be yeah. uh, asking my wife if I can get a hall pass. No? Uh, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. Now, everybody knows when it comes to being funny, Tally Miguel, the funniest gold standard in the industry. I'm the funniest person in the whole world. Cocoon Central Dance I love them. Team. They're so C-C-D-T. funny. DT. Yeah. One of the funniest trios. Uh, it's just like, seriously, it's Tally. It's Eleanor and Sunita. You said it. And the th- if you ever want to see videos, I'm serious, no joke. If you, this is what I'll say to everybody. If you're in a bad mood and you want to just have fun, just laugh at something that's just pure funny, you joke. Ser- go search Cocoon Central Dance Team. Thank you so much. But that's true. It's it's like what what the three of you built. Was just legitimately joyous in Thank its you. in its humor. Can't fake that. That's no, real. You can't. And yeah. it's. I know you know a song I heard the other day, which I immediately thought of. The three I of. know, but I don't know if you know. Go ahead. You better worry. I'll haul you. <laughs> I'm warning right now. I'll haul you for real. It was uh, is Tom's tattoo moving? What is going? No, Whoa. it's not moving. My arm's moving. <laughs> well then, yeah. No, I um, that song that you would do where it's like "Show Me Love." Oh yeah, that's me. Robin. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. I heard that song and I immediately thought of. Thank you the so three much. Of you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I really wish we'd gotten the rights to that song, but the one that um was written for us by our friend Renee um, Ziemba, also a great musician. Ziemba, she uh, composed the cover for it. Um, and it's really brilliant. And then there's another artist who um oh, no, did composed an original song to replace the Alicia Keys track that we were using in Bing Bongs, and it's really mm. good. It's called "Release Me" by Denisha. Did it? Yeah. And people, what would you say the best thing if you want to check out? Like Snowy Bing Bongs is a pretty. That's a big one. It's a pretty self-contained thing. It's like it's like really forty-five minutes one. long. Right? Yeah, even Somewhere. less. I think it's like forty minutes, and it okay. was on movie. For like the past uh, couple years, maybe. Okay. Uh, now it is going back to live on, um, uh, I hope, YouTube. Okay. Um, and because I really, I loved when it was just free. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's also going to be on Amazon and some other. Wouldn't it be nice if I knew the answer to this question? I don't. Well, this is what you do. Search it, everybody. You're going to search You'll snowy bing bongs. You won't, I think, have a lot of other things show up and then also i would recommend watching our web series rehearsal i love rehearsal Mm -hmm. i really want to screen them all yeah did you watch them rehearsal yeah when was rehearsal was rehearsal before it was it's our web series it's before i then i saw i oh i saw rehearsal of course i did yeah i saw all those yeah like i didn't know it's called rehearsal okay oh i'm gonna haul you for real (laughs) for real i'm getting you are 
this close to getting I'm gonna home. haul you for real. For he real, says. he said to me, for real. Like, oh, you're not joking. Oh, no. he didn't really dangerous stuff on the road to say that. Yeah, that's the crazy part. He caught up to me just to say, I'll haul you. Yeah, for real. Just he, well, he did blow your mind, didn't he? He did. Yeah. He did blow my mind. Yeah. Look, I'm still talking about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Six days later, as soon as that happened, I said to myself, this is a bad, I'm talking about this on the show. Yeah. I wanted to say, thanks for the content, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's You can say that to anybody, can't you? you oh, you know what? what in one of the rehearsal episodes, um, or in two of them, other people in the group are being so funny that the other people choke on blood and um so i wrote one where i make eleanor and sunita laugh too hard and they die and then there's a monologue at the end where i say i'm the funniest person in the world (laughs) so thank you Mm -hmm. please (laughs) and then after i wrote it and realized i had to say it it was a real nightmare Mm -hmm. i can't watch that one actually yes i can but just the first part yeah me watch it we you can it. watch all of it. I can watch a lot of it because Sunita and Eleanor are the only ones I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, you think I'm watching myself in anything? I can't look at myself. I can't. I'm terrible at that. I'm, I admire anybody who can watch themselves perform on anything. Oh, yeah. It's a trip. Yeah. You don't want to know what I see when I watch <sighs> myself up there. Yikes. Bad news, Jack. Bad news, Jack. I'm just like, what would anybody want to see this? (laughs) This guy's got problems. I sit in the back and go, boo. To myself. Yeah, for myself. my own head. Boo. Yeah. I'll just be like. And out loud. And and out loud, yeah. Now, Snowy Bing Bongs was produced by the daniels executive produced by the daniels executive produced by the daniels our sweet brothers now there are five daniels i'm in the world there's more in the team the whole team there's five of them well they're not all named daniel oh there's a dan kwan and daniel shiner i thought please excuse me i was wrong i thought it was them but it was one of those things where, like, it's a guy and he has, like, dummies on, on oh, sticks yeah. next to him. And when he moves, they all move the same way. Oh, cool. I thought they were five Daniels. I one can see why ones. you I'm thought wrong. that. I'm going to haul wrong. you. You're going to. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. So, there are guys. We've been working with them since uh, college. You went to college. I did go to college. I don't necessarily recommend it. Not everybody needs to go. No. I'll say this about college. Go ahead. If it makes sense to you, mm-hmm. go to college. And go to college. If you, if it ain't making sense now and you feel like you're just going to flush money down the toilet, hit Don't. pause. Mm-hmm. Just wait. You can go later. Yeah. Hit pause. Life is short, but it's also very long. Yay. Right? Yeah. You don't have to go rushing off to do these things you don't have on to someone go to else's schedule. Yeah. Also, like, it's a, a psychotic thing to do to ask, like, a 16-year-old what they want to do for the rest of their life and then have them spend, like, 
$240,000 or whatever on an undergrad degree. I don't know. Isn't that horrifying? Yeah. The idea that you'd be just like, well, hey, guess what? It turns out the thing when I was 17 that I said was going to be my thing, turned out I didn't want to do that forever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course you didn't. Yeah. Or at all. Or ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What okay, but yeah, go? I did. I went to college. And what did you go to school for? I went to Emerson College. That's how I met Daniels mm-hmm. and Sunita mm-hmm. and Eleanor and mm-hmm. a ton of other people. Sure. Um, and I went for acting and then okay. I switched into the theater education program mm-hmm. later. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I kept acting. Okay. Well, of course you did. Now. Yeah. You did that. And then you prove who knew back then you're in college. Oh, I got the ramen and I got uh right. Anybody yeah, going to knew? the dorms tonight mm-hmm. and all the things you college students talked about. Yeah, we talked about the dorms. I didn't go to school with dorms. I went to a school may as well have been a drive through. <laughs> I was living at home. I would any, I was at a school where I drove in the morning, parked, Went to class, left, and went to a job. Yeah. Cool. And no, it was fine. That's fine. I'm not judging it that I got none of the college experience. <laughs> I'm not complaining that I got literally zero. Did you write about this in your book? Oh, I'm sure I did. Nice. I didn't read that thing. I think I read that. I wrote it. Yeah, I get that. No, I, I'm pretty sure I moaned about it. And I moaned about a whole lot of stuff in that book. Um, but yeah, you were there. You're saying, "Oh, let's go to the big." Yeah, let's go to the rush, big party. Yeah, rush yeah. And, let's go to that huge party. Yeah, let's do the pledge for the fraternity. All the things you were doing at college. That's what we did. I. Yeah. Didn't have that, but you had that. But who would have known at that point that the people you were the goofballs that oh it's Daniel and Daniel they're two goof. Who would have known you fast forward that they're holding a freaking Oscar? They're holding that Oscar, baby. Right? Have a blast. Yeah. Because you were in the movie. Everything. <laughs> no? Type. Oppenheimer. Uh, av- Everything, tar- everywhere, all, all at, at once. once. <gasps> and this movie. It won seven Oscars. It won seven Oscars. Yeah. And you were in it. Overkill. You killed. Oh, so you're you're actually seven. (laughs) Really, never. Really, guys. Seven. (laughs) Yeah, you got to be a part of that whole experience, which is really amazing. I know. It's truly special that you got to see something go from just the seeds of something to hey, we're actually going to make that thing. Would you please be in it? Mm, I don't know. Here's the part you'll play. Mm, I have notes. Like, here are my notes for the character. Yeah, I smirked at them. incorporated your notes. Smirk, you smirk. I'm going to tell you. You're going to get hauled. For real. Um, um, Nice compliment and thing. I read Tom's book in a time where I was in a bad space, and I didn't absorb it all. Need a reread. Yeah, go reread it. My recommend, though? Buy a second copy. Don't read the same copy twice. You drained part. I want to say this. If anybody buys the book and they want to reread it, 
the first read, you took part of that out already. It's going to be like a lollipop or a mm, stick of gum yeah, that, that you, you chewed had, on. Yeah. Yeah. Get a fresh cop. Get a fresh cop. So, but you got to see that thing develop over time. How long yeah. were they talking about that project? Good question. Several years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and at what point did you... Get involved? Yeah, that you were going to be involved. I I didn't. They just offered me the role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like but my agent talk- sort of hinted at maybe that was going to okay. happen. Mm-hmm. And then Steph Shu also wanted me for the role. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. I know. And then you Bonkers did it. Where, nuts. And where did you shoot that? Out here? At the laundromat in mm-hmm. San Fernando Valley. And then also... Uh, Simi Valley. The mm-hmm. location was this bank that was largely responsible for the housing crisis, I guess. Uh-huh. And now it's converted into, I guess, studios. Okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so like the apartment interior was shot there. The bunch of stuff was shot there. Mm-hmm. So and because uh, Becky is only in this universe, mm-hmm. um, those are the only locations that okay. I was at or like the the apartment and the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, laundromat. The laundromat, yes. Mm-hmm. It's re- it was really exciting to get to see my friend Tally. Thank you. Ride the ride all the way to Oscar Town. A big, a big surfboard. You rode that big surfboard all the way through. But you now, first of all, you do a show called Darling Tally, which I do. You're in Los Angeles right now for for a limited stretch. It was a long chunk, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. What? When is Little Tally? What? Darling Tally. <laughs> Sorry. It's. Um... They're feeding these things into my headphones, Tally. <laughs> and one of these producers said the name of the show is Little Tally. They're, f- they're getting fired. I just want you to know they are fired. Oh, no. Maybe that's a better title. It's not. The title's supposed to be a reference to Darling Nikki. No one gets it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, it's a hybrid show because I love to dance. I mm-hmm. love to laugh. So why not at the same time? Okay. So uh, there's great guests. And then I have uh, some backup dancers that I call the Bold Stompers. And uh, then at the end, the guests judge a dance contest but then throughout the show each hosting bit is just another opportunity for people to dance okay yeah and the guests are daniel shiner mm-hmm. let <laughs> me see if it? i can guess the guests okay daniel shiner will be mm-hmm. part of it probably graham graham canyon graham very canyon. good you're a fan I think who else graham canyon is an is unbelievable drag king jamie loftus mm-hmm. very good you're killing it fat tony fat tony uh-huh and then so psyched Joel Kim Booster will be Joel on. Kim Booster will be yeah, on the show. It was on the screen. I was just reading it. Yes. I was thinking I didn't bring the poster. There it is. That artwork is by my friend Zach Palladino, who mm-hmm. I also met at Emerson. So this is this Friday in LA, a rare darling tally in yeah. LA. I don't live here. No, it's a, it's a New York show. Mm-hmm. So usually it's got a New York energy to yeah, it. Yeah, there's usually the real in. New York. I'm oh. going to haul you. Right. Oh. Yeah. yeah hitting the... Uh, right. I don't want to do it too hard into the mic. 
You don't want to do what? Oh! You Look, we got producers. They'll turn the mics down. <laughs> In time? And look, if you go too loud, you know what's going to happen? Uh, they'll haul you. Oh, yeah, yeah. For real. <laughs> <laughs> so... Darling Tally is yes. in L.A. this Friday at the yes, Lyric Hyperion, the, like, mm-hmm. and people should go out to see it. It's going to be great. It's so fun, and also they're letting us hang after, so okay. it can just it can just keep being what it's ideally is, which it is in New York. It just turns into a dance party. A dance party, awesome! Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's the best. Now tell me, Tally, mm. about clowning. <sighs> You don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, can you get specific for me so that yeah, I'm not so rambling you teach? Here? Okay, you teach clowning classes. Mm-hmm. And how did that? How did? What is your? What is? How did that? Be, how did you get interested in that? Mm. How did you get great at it? And what do? You, what is a class? What do? What do you like to impart to people? You told me a couple things about it. That's right. I that started were very to. interesting. Yeah. The idea that. The fourth wall, the the fourth, that there is no, explain that. There was a concept, it was a very, it was a mind-blowing concept. Wow, I wonder if I'll get there again. Okay. That the fourth wall mm-hmm. is what in clowning? It's not there. It's not there. Yes. And that this, the audience mm-hmm. is, how did you say it again? The audience? The one way of putting it is your scene partner. Mm-hmm. Um, the show doesn't exist without them. Okay, so the uh, audience is your scene partner. They're your, yeah, they're the participants. Okay, mm-hmm. and the clown's job is to uh, break reality. You bring mm-hmm. everybody, um, and just sort of—I mean—talk about everything everywhere all mm-hmm. at once. Yeah, it is very much like a verse jumping thing. Mm-hmm. Um, don't laugh, I'll haul you. <laughs> Stop. For real, okay. For real, um. It's a big – okay, here's – this is a good thing. Mm-hmm. As a clown teacher, I should be able to jump into quicker explanations. But why put myself down on international mm-hmm. television? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not international television. <laughs> oh. Um, so, yeah, the, so the, one of the principles that I think is super important is something Gene Taylor said, which is the joy is subversive enough. It's really anti-fascist to exist in front of uh, other people vulnerably. It's really hard to put yourself out there. You wouldn't know what that's like. Yeah, I wouldn't know. (laughs) Just check my book out. (laughs) Debasing experience of my life. Get a new copy. In a positive way, though. It was liberating. It's so good. It's liberating to just say, I'm just going to talk about all of it. It It was very freeing and very liberating. And that's a part of... I feel as you get older, as you perform, you if I think if you're doing it right, mm-hmm. not that there's a right and wrong, but I do feel like it's a positive thing to be less precious, less worried about being cool or or proper or mm-hmm. whatever that would be that would hold you back from being a version of yourself that you ultimately would like to be. Yeah. To get past the hang-ups. That ego death. Yes. Yeah. And when you do clowning, mm. it seems like that's a big part of it for you to just truly... You have to. Let go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because 
we like to think that we're in control of how we're being perceived, mm -hmm. but we're not really. It's kind of none of our business. Mm -hmm. And so if you're able to dig into – Chris Manley says like dig into your own shit. Mm -hmm. Sorry, can I say that on international television? You just did on international television. Uh, Sorry, I want to apologize <laughs> to the rest of the countries that took offense to that. Um. I don't, I don't skip past. I don't remember what I was no, saying. No, please. The idea of <laughs> the idea of living in you were saying what 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 does that mean though? To to like to like are you living in your in a, a version of of yourself? Thank you. Okay, so you're um, it's kind of like doing. Not that I understand shadow work, but like if you uh, are able to acknowledge all these like most disgusting and worst parts of yourself mm -hmm. then that's just more to play with and then when you present that to the public is what gene taylor says so i okay. say it sure um then you're setting everybody free mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's that's a it's these things are very simple concepts but they're very scary concepts yes also. it's very scary a lot of people avoid clown training mm -hmm. um when they're performers mm -hmm. because they're afraid well, also, I, I'm sure some people have the idea of they define what clown means for themselves without understanding what it, what it means for what you're presenting it as. Yeah. And how would you define it then for people to maybe not be as hung up on? The term? Yeah. Well, I w it would be cool if there was a different word, I guess. Um, sure. But – and I need to read more history. But from what I understand, mm -hmm. circus clowns were – a way to bring children into the big top. Okay. So that whole idea is very recent. Mm -hmm. Well, like, you know, what, hundred something years. Um, so then subverting that like thing that was for children into a horror mm -hmm. figure, that was, that's where that comes from. Okay. Um, but clowns are ancient. Mm -hmm. It's the jester, Privilege, fool in the king's ear. The buffona. <laughs> and right? this, yeah. The but, buffona. Yeah, good. Yeah. Did you want to do it one more time? <laughs> Go ahead. That's the funniest thing anybody ever said to me. <laughs> Would you like to do that one more time? <laughs> like, in a way of like, you were being very positive with it. Like, I'm a good teacher. I can see you're just like, <laughs> Do you want to do that again? <laughs> like it's clearly annoying you, but <laughs> you're like, please keep doing that. Yeah, I'm really passive aggressive. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so then she's really grinding Tom's bean. Somebody's saying, <laughs> oh "My God!" And they're saying Tom speaks Italian. They're impressed. That go ahead. Buffon. Yeah. Cappuccino, yes. yeah. Cappuccino. Um, okay, so it's old. It's really old. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh my god! That's the sequel, and I'm making it with my friends. We're called the Dugs. <laughs> it's me and another dude named Doug. You're not named Doug <laughs> for this movie. I am. We're the Dugs. They're not in the movie. Oh, wait. You were saying you're going to make it. We're going to make it. Okay. Yeah. You are going to make Just it. Just need the address for that. Uh, the laundromat? That laundromat. Oh, they're great. Yeah. Follow them on Instagram. Okay. So, yeah, it's great. Yeah, we're going to shoot at that laundromat. There again. you go. They yeah. do. They sell the um, laundry bags. 
They do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. It is really cool. Tally. Mm. Medell. Yes. M-E-D-E-L. Thank you. It is Medell. You're awesome. You're truly awesome. And it's Thank such you, a my thrill friend. to so have you. you here. And somebody said, you're not named Doug. They're, See? They're That's what I was trying yeah. to say. I'll haul you. For real. Now, I want to say... This Friday, Darling Tally at the late Lyric Hyperion. Check it out. How can people find out about these clowning classics? You do them remotely. You do them in person. You're all over the place. I'm all over the damn place. How can people get in touch? Do it? Yeah. Um, Well, if you're in Florence, Alabama, you can come to my workshop on February 29th. Okay. Cuckoo nuts. If you're in Florence, Alabama. I'm in Florence, Alabama. So get mm-hmm. there because mm-hmm. then I'm never doing it again. <laughs> Look at that. Saturday, I'm teaching. This Saturday, the 23rd, I'm teaching. No, the 24th. Saturday, mm-hmm. the 24th. You're teaching probably at the Yard Theater in Los Angeles. How did from you know? 12 to 3. Exactly. For beginner's class. And now it's only 40 bucks because you know how I like to mm-hmm. ask for 40 bucks or suggest 40 yeah. bucks. Mm-hmm. Class is 40 bucks. That's it. And people can hit you up where? Thank you for asking. You can find me on Instagram.com. Mm-hmm. It's my name. Mm-hmm. T-A-L-L-I-E-M-E-D-E-L. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you. I want to thank you for coming. Seriously, it was such a treat to have you here. You're one of my favorite I had people. to look away. It's too much compliment. Mom. But I'm back. You're back. <laughs> We're gonna thank play you. Some, thank you. Of course. We're gonna play what some, a trip to be here. Stop right? talking. <laughs> MGMT. Nothing to see you next week. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Burns, segment producer Michael List. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Neff. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash the best show and follow us on youtube twitter instagram and tiktok at best show for life that's best show number four life thanks for listening and we'll see you next week